With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah... Uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Room. Welcome to Couch and the Room. This is Graham Couch alongside Jason Nick on this Twitter Question Friday presented by Groovy Donuts. Our friends at Groovy Donuts have two locations. Uh, Williamston, and also in East Lansing on Lake Lansing Road. Uh, fall donuts are back. Come grab uh, some apple cider and pumpkin spice donuts available. And um, also new locations, including for Crepe Sake in downtown Lansing. We'll share more of their locations as the show goes on. Jason, how you doing, man? Doing all right. Here. Had a rough day, I see. Not bad. I miss Spartan Beat. I don't know, man. It was weird. It's, I don't know if you've ever had a out-of-body experience, but that was as close as I'm going to get, I guess. I mean, I do this show every day with you. That's true. How did how body experience? I don't know, but I showed up at noon and Doug was sitting here. I don't know. It's just, I was at Rite Aid and thought I was on time. And the walk down here felt like, I don't know, just bizarre. So Doug was like, all right, I can feel it for you. So I'm like, all right. So sat there for an hour, listened to those guys, and I feel all right. A little out of it still, but we have Twitter questions. So yes, we'll get we, through it. We do. And, and Graham was like, don't be a hero. That was his great advice to me. <laughs> I'm like, man. I don't consider myself a hero. I just feel a little bit better than I did when I came in here and. We'll give it a dry run. Thanks to Doug for filling in for me. So that's it's, it's my medical advice, dude. Don't be last a hero. night I had dreams where everything was in slow motion. I don't know if you've ever had that. I woke up just feeling weird. Maybe I should have known. Have you ever had that? All of my dreams, like I would fall back asleep, but everything was like slow mo. And I'm like, what the? Yeah, no, I, I've had in, I've had interesting dreams where like you know it's it's. Um... Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, especially if you have like pneumonia and you're sick or whatnot, you know. I, I, I don't, I, see, I don't feel that way. I I tried. I don't know if I had a, an allergic reaction to something. I ate this for breakfast or whatever. But I, like I said, I got to Rite Aid and I was in the parking lot. I was like, "What is happening?" And all of a sudden, my whole clock was off. My phone restarted and recharged, and I don't know. Getting better. Just need to take the take it slow this weekend. I don't know what's happening, but we'll get through it. Yeah, today's gonna be a challenge. I'm working with a uh, a Dell. Uh, computer. I don't know if you've heard of these things. Yeah, um, they're working. Dells on are nice. Mac. I think you can find a good Dell. Mm. Just looks like a paperweight to me. Everything's slow. <laughs> Wi-Fi is a little off. I know that. That's why Macs are work. awesome. Uh, I, you go from a MacBook to what you're to a Dell. That's yeah, tough. I'm, I'm struggling today, and and uh, 
I mean, apparently it's a fun. I mean, I, I feel like I'm in my parents' uh, house in 1996, logging on to an AOL, AOL chat room, just waiting for the sound. But see, back then you didn't know any better. Right. That was glorious to you. You're like, oh, that sound of right. the dial in. You're like, amazing. I'm a little couple ways away from getting in. Let's go check on some NBA free agents news in. Uh, 1995 on prodigy.net. Let's right. do it. Let's make do it, it look legit. Go to some reputable websites before you go to the porn ones. Yes. In case anybody goes through your history. Right. And that's back when you back didn't even know about history. You know? Uh, yeah, like, yeah, I didn't know. Do you know about history right away? Uh, not right away, but if you go to those websites, you can tell. Okay. Bookmarks and cookies and stuff. You know. All right. What? I'm, I'm not seeing our Facebook Live post yet. Um, it's Doug says it's there. Okay. This is why you don't use Adele. Doug says it's there. Why are you I, ripping on Dell? Maybe it's the user. Ah, uh, well, uh, all I know is I'm doing what I always do, and I don't see it, and because I wanted to share it, because we like to share it when the show starts. See, on that's Twitter. the problem with you, though. You like like the repetitive thing and st- stuff to be right every day. You throw a wrench in that, and Graham is oh, all I'm not befuddled. happy. I do not do well. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You will let you know. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, there. I see. I, I see what I did. I accidentally pinned. Oh Jesus! Now I don't even know how to turn the volume down. How do you turn the volume down on this thing? Now it's what getting a loud. Mess. This is a mess. This show is going to be a mess. Who came up with Dells? Is this Steve? Is this not Steve Jobs? This is uh, I, I got, I, I got it, Doug. We're good. I just, I pinned yesterday's show ahead of today's show. Frank Dell? No, we're good. We're good. I got, it. I figured it out. Thank you, Doug. What a disaster. This, I mean, I knew I shouldn't have. Uh, like our IT guy was like, "Hey, can you, you come in at eleven thirty? I was like, "Hey, how's three fifteen? I did not want to do this before the show because I knew this was going to happen. It was just going to be. Why didn't they just disaster. replace it with a MacBook? Why didn't they just give you a MacBook for a MacBook? I don't know. The, uh, no? B- because they're cheap. I work for everybody's cheap. And apparently my computer is, I mean, we do have some legitimate issues. Like the auto tweet today came from Michigan's Big Show, the auto tweet that tweets out the couch in the rube thing. So, I mean, it's not like we're, we're running fly. That's not on me. There are there are actual issues going on. I'm just saying. Thank God for Fridays. Thank God for Fridays. I thought I was going to be the biggest disaster coming in here. No, trying no. To hang no, no, on no, for no, 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 dear no. life and Graham's first day with Dell. It's bad, man. I it's mean, tough. you know, I, 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 you know, it's like you've been driving a car and they give you a uh, a big wheel. It's a good analogy. It's. It's rock solid. I just remember when my MacBook took a crap. I had a solid eight-year run, and it was devastating because I could not afford another MacBook, so I had to go another route, and it was definitely a learning experience, and I tried everything I could to get that thing kicking again. It's sort of like chopsticks, right? You, you, you know, people now know about the fork, and yet some people still use them. My question is, why are they still producing Dells and PCs? Because people can't afford MacBooks. Why don't they just bring the price down on a MacBook? Why would they do that? People pay for them. Mm. Why not? For what they offer. Uh, that's why I to- told my sisters that have gone to college. I said, listen, if you can afford it, get a little credit line and get a MacBook. You'll be happy. Mm. Didn't happen. Got one of those uh, Surface things that fails you in two weeks. Mm. Never had a virus on my MacBook. Well, I, I, I finally tweeted out our thing like eight minutes into the show. Holy crap. So what you're saying is we should probably get together an hour before the show. So we're all on the same page? No, so here, here's just to give people a little oh. inside baseball here. The way this works is, and, and this, this is not perfect. I'm not sure this is the way every place does, but we tweet out a lot of stuff as the show's beginning. Like, mm-hmm. and, and certain things don't go live on our network till the show starts. The Facebook Live, you don't want to go 
Anybody who's starting their Facebook Lives within more than 20 seconds before the show, you're doing it wrong. And I, you know, I don't mean to tell you this, but you get a very small window when that shows up in people's feeds. You, you do it right then. And if you're doing that otherwise, don't do it. Change your ways. There are lots of things that happen right at the show starts, so you gotta you got to do some things. Boom, boom, boom. And if those are out of out of sync, I struggle. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Should we start? So you're, what you're saying is we should start Facebook Live a half hour before the show. No, that's exactly what I didn't say. Oh, so the total opposite. Yeah. Right when we start. Is when it has to start. Gotcha. So let's start the show over. Welcome to Couch in the Roof. This is Graham Couch alongside Jason Nick. Everything's up and running well. Yeah, I feel good. Yep, feel good. Going to the weekend. Your Twitter questions brought to you by Groovy Donuts. Yeah. Excited about these today. Actually, there are some really good Twitter questions. This was a good batch. There are a few that came in late that we're not going to get to. Um, basically, I, I, I'm, I'm probably going to start putting this on there. I, I kind of need them by about 1030 in the morning to know that I'm going to have time to get to them every day. And if they're redundant, we've heard them before. There are a couple don't of good get ones. offended if we don't get to them. That I'll try, uh, try to get to the they're kind of They're kind of, when you go through them, they're kind of the same question over and over again yeah and we're just going to read them and we should start doing birthday shout outs just tell us your name what do you think the score is going to be of the game happy birthday is that what we're going to get down to no no we got really good ones i know we do but i'm saying if you don't have your question if we don't read your questions doesn't mean we hate you it's either someone else asked it or oh yeah you've gotten to it or or, or, yes and and sometimes if you if you do like more than seven i'm probably going to Pick the best seven. Sure. If that makes any and sense. you get your own segment. Yeah, I mean, real up jerk guy gets his own, but even him, is, I edit, not all his are funny. It's hit and miss. Even the great comedians aren't always great, you know? And you have there has to be a flow. It has to be a mix of some serious, some real, and they have to sort of, it, the order is, is big. It, this is all a production. This is not something, this doesn't just happen. Twitter questions don't magically appear. It's like you, an hour You think process. this show just happens? You think we just open the mics and just get on here and just magic happens? No. There's no way in hell. Days of planning for this stuff. Who could pull this off? Nobody. <laughs> I don't think so. No. Not at Kidding all. Kidding me? Blood, sweat, and tears going to this show. I mean, look what happened the first time we tried to use a Dell. Whole thing fell apart. You get you used the, to it. Only the best technology. You get used to it. I don't think that's going to happen. I got another two hours of this thing. Have you ever thought of just going and getting your own? I have my own. That's what they're working on. So they, they here's, here's what happened. They're taking away my, Mac, uh, my MacBook because... Apparently, it is of a certain 2015 variety. You can no longer fly with on airplanes because they're exploding. I don't know what's going on. The company's taking them away. That's what they're telling me. They're exploding? And, and, and the company is cheap. And because I technically don't rise to a certain level of needing a Mac in terms of technology and other things, you know. And but you need one right, right video, now. If you had a Mac, you'd be happy. I have that. a MacBook Air. So what I am doing is I have my own. What I am doing, it, it is just so full because those things are not big computers. They're not... They don't have a ton of space. So I bought an external hard drive. The guy over there is taking everything off that onto an external hard drive, putting a new operating system on it, and upgrading everything. And so I will use my own personal one. I will have the company one as a backup, the Dell, but I will have my own personal Mac, and we will be up and running again Monday like normal. Thank God. And that's, you know, because otherwise we'd have to do a show about the Dell every, every, Thoughts I don't think prayers. Dell's going to sponsor us. No. Not a good start for Dell. No. With us. Just piece of shit dot com. Although it'd be funny if they did, you know, just so we have to kiss their, kiss their ass. <laughs> oh my god, that would be. <laughs> I gotta tell you what, you know, Graham. I hope you had a great weekend. My Dell, <laughs> it saved my life this weekend. I <laughs> picked my fantasy football team for me and everything. Our Monday overreaction show, Absolutely. presented by Dell, sponsored by Dell. Man, do I love these things? I mean, you know, I, I've loved every paperweight I had, and I love Dell's too. Oh, perfect. Yeah, perfect. Just open it up. Everything happens. 
But the reason the big wheel analogy was so good that I used earlier, going from a car to a big wheel, you remember when you were riding a big wheel, and big wheels were big in like our age, 83, 84, you know? Sure. We were pre-bike age, and you had a big wheel, and they're this, these uh, plastic, you know, little three-wheel things you're on and sitting low riding. And, and they, the, the wheels, though, as they got kind of worn out, sometimes you'd, you'd pedal, and, and instead of going anywhere, it would just kind of spin a couple times and scrape the cement. Yeah. That's kind of a Dell. You blow that tire out. That's a Dell. For a tire. That's a Dell. A big wheel is a Dell. As soon as you got a hole in one of those, over. Do they make them for adults? I'd like to get a big wheel again. They were kind of Right awesome. around downtown. <laughs> like a plastic big Yeah. You would, tell me you wouldn't ride one. I would I love would, to ride I would one again. totally ride one. That supports 200 people that are 300 pounds? That's the problem. Yeah. I mean. They have to make them. I would hope so. That'd be awesome. Oh, my God. It's chasing around the uh, parking ticket writers. Oh, man. They can't touch you. What are you going to do? Right? How are you going to write this ticket? Let me see this. I want to see this in person with your orange vest on or whatever they wear. And what are you going to say? Yeah. I'm going to park sideways. Now what? Write a ticket. Oh, Show's getting it. off the rails here. It is getting off the rails. It's all right. It is getting off the rails. First segment. Yes, yes, yes. Touch and go. We're going to come back. We're going to get into your uh, Groovy Donut Twitter questions. want to remind you also, if you're tailgating, Groovy Donuts is the way to do it. You can pre-order with them. They'll come out. They'll, and look, we had tailgates. or tailgates. We had Groovy Donuts. Not Groovy Donuts. We had Donuts. I'm just lying all over the place right now. <laughs> we had Donuts at our wedding. straight. Would add Groovy Donuts if I knew about Groovy Donuts. Groovy Donuts existed, but not in my life yet. When we we had them last year at the Rutgers tailgate. Correct. Brought some out there. And uh, but donuts, donuts at any function are memorable. People yeah. still talk about the donuts at our wedding. They were not as good as Groovy Donuts, though. No. And I uh, had a Groovy Donut the other day at uh, at Horrocks when I was out there. But you can do make that part of your tailgate anytime. Call Andrew and Monica, and that's um, you know East Lansing, Williamston, and uh, Horrocks. For crepe's sake, Campbell's uh, Market in uh, downtown East Lansing. You might see Graham Couch there. Two donuts. Tweeting out, tweeting out at the Couch of the Rube. Like a groupie out there. All right, time for your Twitter questions. Let's Next, do it. Couch of the Rube. Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi, sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casking Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. Fall means football, falling leaves, and furnace maintenance. Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call the winning team at Doty Mechanical today for a 17-point tune-up on your furnace. A furnace tune-up is a smart way to ensure your family's safety and avoid a stressful breakdown. Win this heating season with a Team Doty furnace tune-up. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at DotyMechanical.com. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Minute taking a look at SEC football this week. Number four, LSU is averaging 57.8 points per game to lead all FBS programs. LSU's 231 points are the most ever by an SEC team through its first four games. Alabama, meanwhile, has just 10 takeaways and two turnovers to rank second nationally in turnover margin behind Boston College. Arkansas's 31-24 loss to San Jose State last week dropped the Razorbacks' record 
against a group of five opponents to two and three since Chad Morris took over the program last year. Number nine, Florida joins Washington State as the only FBS teams that have six players with at least five catches and 100 yards receiving this season. Mississippi State and number five, Ohio State, are the only Power Five teams that have run for 200 plus yards in four games this year. The Kentucky Wildcats have won their last five meetings with South Carolina heading into Saturday's matchup, though the Gamecocks lead the series 17 12 and 1. And finally, Texas A&M will try to beat Arkansas for the eighth straight time Saturday, though the Razorbacks lead the all-time series 41-31-3. That's your Spotlight Sports Minute. I'm Doug Warren. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. This is the Dart Development Business Brief. You can now ask Amazon Alexa for a job at McDonald's. A fast food chain announced a new initiative called Apply Through that uses either Amazon Alexa or Google Assistant to help you find a job at one of the restaurants. Alexa won't ask for your qualifications or make any hiring decisions, but it will ask you what country you want to work in and connect you to the McDonald's National Job Board. Hi, I'm Marcia Zimmerman, Marketing Manager for Dart Development. The Dart Development Business Brief was brought to you by Dart Development, partnering with you to design and build out custom business space at our award-winning properties with unparalleled functionality, quality, and value. It's time to stand out from the competition. Be distinctive with Dart Development. For more information, visit dartdevelopment.com. Politics. GM made billions of dollars in profits last year and closed five plants around this country. Sports. We're out playing. Out prepared, out coached. Both offensively and defensively. That was it was thorough. Guns at this time toward the left pylon. Right. Caught in the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Got a man to beat at the 40 in the Eagles territory. He could go. Jamal to the house. 10-5. End zone. Touchdown. Spotlight Radio Network.com. And lots of opinions. You're listening to Couch and the Room. Lock the front door, oh boy. Got to sit down, take a rest on the porch. Imagination sets in. Pretty soon I'm singing. Do, 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 looking out my back door. You know the worst thing about Adele, Jason? Oh boy. Is I had this great little neat, tidy program called Tech Set, and I love to write it. It was quick. It, it transferred easily. It was great on a Mac. And everybody tells me, oh, they got the same thing. It's called Notepad. You know what sucks? Notepad's Notepad. terrible. Notepad. <laughs> you don't want to text at it. It's Nothing terrible. Terrible. That's the difference. It's Bill Gates. Uh, anyway. So how long until you get this uh, Mac? Uh, probably 3 o'clock today. <laughs> wow. Right Struggle's real. <laughs> yeah, two hours. Thoughts and prayers to Graham. Yeah. <laughs> you will never see that Dell again at 3 o'clock. No, I still own it. It's still my backup. You're never going to use it. Oh, hell no. No. Unless you get some groovy donuts stuck in the keypad. This, that's what I'll do it for. This will be my computer. Because now that when it, now it's not a company computer. I don't want to eat over it anymore. This will be my eat over it groovy donuts, especially if it's like the powdered donut. This is the computer I'll eat over. This is the one that will be sticky. Gross. Yeah. Mm. Just putting that out there. Right now. All right, time for your Groovy Donut Twitter questions. You ready, Jason? Sure. All right. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Uh, the first one from Justin Hill. This was my first week betting. Went six for seven and doubled my bankroll. Thank you for the tips. Listened all week and still undecided on the weekend. Where's the money at? 
Boy, first of all, welcome. And uh, did we go six for seven? Uh, we didn't. But thanks for taking to... the right games because we did not. Go six I mean, for NFL seven. was a disaster, so that couldn't be. Saturday was pretty good. But but if you listen to us, there are things that we certainly are, are more um, more serious about. And and anytime you know, look, anytime you listen to somebody, you don't want to take all of their advice. You want to take the stuff that sounds good. I listen to some podcasts and some things out there for you know gambling stuff and, and enjoy them. And I don't take all of it. So why, why is my Wi-Fi not working now? <laughs> the hell just happened? This man. white privilege couch over here. Wow. No internet. Third says, world country couch. No internet. Unbelievable. It says I'm connected, but I have no internet. This is a typical Dell. This is why, this, <laughs> you know, by the way, you used to be able to get out of this. There's an old, in the old days, when newspapers had deadlines you had to meet, there was a great way to get out of a Dell. Because this happens all the time. You're on press row with a group of other people. Like, oh, what the hell is the internet? Why is it going on? And you're the person with a Mac. Your internet works. It's just a better whatever. It's a better system. You, yeah. you, yours, yours tends to work. Uh, pick wow. up whatever you need to pick up. Poor if you guy. miss deadline once, they'll give you a Mac. You screw up the whole system once at the paper, they'll give you what you need. And uh, I, I, so I, I was going to look up some lines. So how long did it take you to complain when you first opened the Dell? Over under, th- what, 30 seconds? <laughs> When you crack that thing open, good God, man. I, Where's my Wi-Fi? Open my personal Unbelievable. You know what works. sucks about Adele? Everything. Poor guy. I mean, I there's a computer over there. There's two screens. If you want to use that. I don't even know how to operate that. Here um, here we go. I just got to put my security key in here, and uh, and we'll get to your Twitter questions. Well, no, he asked about the games we really like. So yeah. where's the money at to you? Where's the money this weekend? I don't In college football, I don't know if there's any money anywhere. I, I tell you what. I, there's no really gut feel games that we've talked about this week so far. I tell you the, the, the game that I sort of like is if you're trying to make money is tonight. I kind of like Maryland beating Penn State. Yeah. And as a dog, like as a, as a dog on the money line. And that, that would be my place if you're trying to make money. I mean, you may not win it because – I mean, there are a dog, and it's the money line, but um, sprinkle. Nothing exciting on a Friday, anyway. Honestly, where are the other matchups? Michigan State, Indiana hasn't moved. Why well, I want to protect that bankroll this week? Notre Dame, Virginia. Yeah, I mean, Virginia, Virginia. Yeah, I'm less and less inclined to love. I think if you're not a Lions fan, mm. that there might be something with the. Can't see Chiefs this week. I can't connect to this network. It's great. <laughs> Nebraska, Ohio State moved it to uh, Ohio State minus seventeen. I kind of like that one, but there's no real kneecappers on on college football on Saturday. Kansas, Texas Christian, TCU, yeah, Oregon there's State, Stanford. There's not a lot of games. I tell Nothing. you, the, I tell you the one I kind of like. This is what we did through yesterday. You are logged in. No, I'm going on my phone now. My phone is a iPhone. People still have AOL accounts, by the way. My it's mother crazy. does. Yeah. No, um, dial up still. No, you don't dial up anymore. That's no. I kind of like Toledo at home, oh, getting boy. two and a half against BYU. Ugh. And you have to watch it. You Just do remember that. You do. But I, I think that is that is the one that is one game that I like. I, I, but but yeah, tonight's game I like as much as anything. Maryland. Getting six and a half against a Penn State team, we're not really sure about. That that would be my play this week if you're looking to make some money. Next question. All right, where are we at? Um, 
Is this his question oh, as well? Question, Central yeah. uh, from Justin. Central plus 17 versus Western. Who you got? Have either of you been to Kalamazoo? I've been there. Great city. Uh, full of Max. And um, I, I'm a little torn here. Like a couple weeks ago, I thought Western was going to roll them, even though Western struggled against um, Michigan State. They, they played a lot better against Syracuse. But Syracuse isn't that good. And Central went down to Miami. And Miami's would, not very good either. I and wouldn't look at that game. I would stay away from it. It's yeah. a rivalry game. And, and, and look, I, I've covered that game a number of times, and you've sort of been able to read it uh, when one side had been beaten down and wanted to win. I, it, it, there, if anything, I would take Central. Like, I think Western's offense is going to put up points, but those rivalry games and the, the difference in talent usually isn't that much. I don't love this Central team. Stay away. But stay the hell away from it. That would be my... Live uh, to, to fight on Sunday. Yes. Uh, Tanner Myers, any chance of this being a quintessential trap game for MSU? I don't think so. I mean, nah. if they had if they had blown out Arizona State and then beaten Northwestern soundly like they did, maybe there would have been a little of that given what Ohio given with Ohio State and Wisconsin or the potential for it. But two two reasons not. One, this team knows it's you know it's coming home. The last time they were there, it was kind of a disaster, and so you don't want that. Secondly, it's a defense that's just really mature. I mean, they never seem satisfied. That's one of their great attributes. The defense certainly isn't going to mail it in. The offense doesn't have any reason to to take a day off yet. They haven't figured things out to that point. I just don't think that that's homecoming. Are they really going to mail it in or yeah, nobody's trap mailing game? it in. And it's a Big Ten opponent. No, nobody. I, I just don't. I don't think the dynamics are right for it. Uh, next one from Steve Beckman. If it rains during Saturday's game, would you move the line from MSU minus fourteen to an NFL like MSU three and a hook? No, not at all. No, not now. That's, that's too crazy. Yeah, and, and if, swing. If anything, it helps MSU. Here's here's the, when you have a defense like MSU has run. And if a team has to run the football, that doesn't help them. And I know if MSU is, I mean, and first of all, you can throw the ball in the rain a little bit too. Like defenders will tell you, it's almost worse to be a defender because you're slipping. You don't know where you're going. They do. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I would. Uh, I, I, you know, obviously you can. Think it's going to be a little lower scoring, perhaps, and bring it down a point. The over under might change, and it's sat at fourteen though all week. All it's, week, it's been it's been incredible. A little there. movement at fourteen and a half that really no nobody touched. But yep. yeah. Uh, next one from Steve, a well-known carnivore, Andy Staples ranked his top twenty-five college town dining experiences and gave MSU a respectable eleven because of Peanut Barrel, Gizzard City, and Meat. How would Graham rank the Big Ten towns? First of all, Meat is an old town. Okay. Yeah, let, that let, doesn't let, count as East Lansing. Let, let, let's, let's get this straight. And, and as, as a Lansing snob and one of the few only Lansing snobs in the world, you don't get to have meat, East Lansing. East Lansing is a decent college town. It's not one of the best. It's good. But it's if okay. you're ranking these, you would bring meat on, right? If you wanted the ranking to go up, obviously you would want meat. So, but, but then Minnesota's one. If we're, if we're counting meat for East Lansing, then, all of, then Minneapolis gets St. Paul. And then let me tell you about some, some other things, the, the Juicy Lucy Burger in St. Paul. Man. At Nooks, I think it's called. Like, you know what I mean? Like, at a certain point, what 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 are we calling the college town? You, you got to be able to walk someplace a little bit. Um, I, I don't I don't think that's you, East Lansing. East Lansing always tries to claim things. Like, it tries to claim Magic Johnson. Magic Johnson's from Lansing. He went to Michigan State. He did. He not from East Lansing. Has a statue. Yeah, kinda. That looks like him. And now with schools of choice, most people are from Lansing. They just went to school elsewhere, but don't think they're from there. They're from Lansing. John Smoltz, he's from Lansing. Yeah, everybody's from Lansing. from East Lansing. Everybody's from Lansing. Um, let's, let's understand the difference here. No, right. but I, well, how would I rank? I, first of all, I love 
I, I, I love Madison. Um, you know, and, and Madison's what I wish Lansing could be. Now it's twice the size, which really helps it, but it's because the state capital and the university are so close, it allows for it's just a different vibe and the way they have their their own things like the um the area that you know we have in Lansing around Old Town or other places would be they would have wrapped around the capital uh in, in Madison. I wish we had that here. Madison probably one. I love Bloomington, Indiana. I just I just like it a lot. Who is uh, number one on this list? I haven't uh... I, I haven't seen the actual list, but hmm. in terms of my own, I would put Madison one, Bloomington two. Ann Arbor's a good town. You just because you're so close, you don't spend a lot of time there. Um you know, you're kind of in and out. It's not like a weekend in Ann Arbor. There aren't many that I don't like. Even West Lafayette has some stuff. I don't I don't love, I would rank that probably last. There's some things I like in Champaign. Most people don't. I like Iowa City. Most people think it's just okay. Um, Evanston's not great, but you got Chicago, right? So what do we, if you're giving meat to, I mean, actually, Northwestern wins. If we're giving meat to East Lansing, then Evanston's got Chicago. So, Win, win, win. You know, like I, I, I'll have to read this list if we're doing that. I mean, I, I don't know if does Andy realize that there is a East Lansing and Lansing. No, you can't have his handler East. probably tells him. Oh, that meat, meat's good. Yeah. All right. Next question, Dominic. What the hell happened to make teams so leery of the quarterback sneak on third or fourth down less than a yard? It's so incredibly difficult to defend, and it's insane how many teams, including MSU, occasionally that actually will line up in the shotgun in those situations. Yeah, sometimes it, it drives me nuts too when there's clear room for a quarterback to go and pick his side and you don't see it. Um, it, it, it I, I don't know why teams have gone away from it. Michigan State's been successful with Lewerke. And look, I know you, there's some risk to your quarterback, I guess. And it obviously, if there's not something there, your quarterback doesn't have a knack for it. Like Tom Brady's not very fast, but he has a great knack for it, right? Picking that spot, getting safely underneath the the surge. Um I don't know. It's a good question. I think people overthink fourth downs too often. Next one from Dominic. What are your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers as a human being? I'll let you answer this. Where you at? Um, I'm guessing he's talking about uh, disowning his family, that whole thing that happened, right? Yeah. Is that what Dominic's talking about? Uh, dating Danica Patrick. All right. I'm in. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is a human being. I, I like him. As a Packer, I hate him. I get it. I've been through some things with my family where you stop talking to people for a while. You didn't need to hear his side of the story. So it's a thoughts on Aaron Rodgers as a human being. I like him. Yeah, anybody who dates Olivia Munn, yeah. um, I'm good with. Hey, he's got a type. Yeah, definitely has a type. Yeah. Danica Patrick seems like, like, I follow her on Instagram. She just seems kind of like into herself and does all that um, CrossFit stuff. It's kind of weird and annoying. But uh, if that's what you're into, she's hot. I get it. But you, you think you CrossFit's want. weird and annoying? I don't. Uh, dated a girl who did it and saw it firsthand of what those some of those people are kind of out there. I do. My issue with this is every gym. If you want to have a CrossFit gym, that's fine. Have it out somewhere in the in the sticks or in the weeds, and don't just don't get rid of your bench press for it. Graham needs that. And uh, yeah, I mean, let, hoist like, a there's nothing wrong with real working out. If you want to do CrossFit, that's great. I'm not saying it's not real working out, but no. like the traditional stuff, it's tough. Believe me, I couldn't do CrossFit. It just seems. But the girl I dated, she also did all this CrossFit stuff and couldn't do one push up. So a lot of it is like this cult kind of right, stuff right. that kind of annoys me. And But, hey, if it gets you to work out, I'm all for no, it. And, and you find but, what you're good at. Like, I can't do a single pull-up, but I can bench press, you know, 225 12 times, as we saw. You can't do one? I don't think I can do a single pull-up. With those arms? You yeah. have to go like five inches. Yeah, I could probably do a pull-up. But a lot of the exercises, I, like I watched Danica Patrick takes video of herself, and it's like, wow, that looks like that's, that hurts. 
it can be good for your body, but hey. But I feel like CrossFit people are choosing something they're good at. Like me, I look at people who do pull-ups, and I'm like, that's dumb. That's a waste of time. Sure. That's because I can't do them. Right. I've always been somebody who doesn't like people who can do things I can't do. <laughs> that's the show. That's Couch the Rube. We hate everything that you can do that we can't. So we'll hate on it. So yeah. as far as my thoughts on Aaron Rodgers, I like him as a human being. As a Packer, I can't stand him. As a Lions fan. Yeah, I don't know the man. No. I don't, I, I, but, you know, I think people, that, that's what Dominic's getting at is right. his family stuff. I get it. it well, and he, he looks a little sometimes aloof and douchey on the sidelines, <laughs> you know. That's, that's the pit. People say that about Tom Brady, too. Yeah. But if he, if he was the quarterback of the Lions, yeah. we'd love him. Do they say that about Tom Brady? Tom Brady's kind oh, of dorky, God. I think, more. Dorky, but, you know, the six rings and he gets away with a lot of stuff. All right. Whatever. Kissing his kid on the lips. Weird. David Jackson also writes in, with the, uh, will, what will the narrative be nationally leading into next Saturday if MSU romps over Indiana and Ohio State plays unimpressively while edging Nebraska? There'll be a lot of anticipation. Overreaction. Yeah, we'll, we'll overreact the hell out of it. But One what day. I mean is, it, like, if, say, Michigan State wins this game, like I predicted, right on the spread, 27-13, yeah. and Ohio State goes into uh, Lincoln and wins, you know, 40-17 to and really looks good, I think the thought will be Ohio State's amazing. Boy, Michigan State's in trouble. They got their hands full. Sure. But if it winds up going Michigan State 40-14 to and Ohio State, say, wins 21-17, people will be like, wow, this could be interesting. And, I, yeah, I think that's where it go, it'll go. Like, maybe Ohio State's got some flaws. Boy, they got a, a challenge coming in. Maybe Michigan State's found something. I absolutely believe that the narrative could change and play a little bit based on what goes on this weekend. I don't think there's anything MSU can do to prove that it can handle that. But you're, you're right in this sense that we don't 100% know yet about Ohio State either. We just don't. I mean, they haven't played anybody. They haven't been hit in the mouth yet. I don't know if Nebraska's got the, the defense to do that either. Um, but it'll be a little different. Night game in Lincoln, you'll learn a little bit more. 21-17, Ohio State, huh? I don't think so. No, it's not. not, not. Uh, hypothetical. I get it. Uh, next one from David. Watching the Northwestern game on TV. I literally LOL'd when the TV announcers more than once questioned Antonio for returning their the defensive starters back into the game. Are they totally clueless boobs who understand nothing about Antonio? I predicted it. Why couldn't they get it to? Yeah, I mean, it, well, uh, in terms of Antonio putting starters back into the game after you know they gave up some the, the backups gave up some yards. Right. I, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I, I didn't actually hear the broadcast when I watched it back through. I watched it on mute. Um, I don't often do, do that. Well, yeah, but yeah, sometimes you just kind of hurt it. And you're like, All right, I, I, but you I'll... have to un- you have to understand though; those guys they need to fill the air a little bit, so they sometimes say stuff they don't really mean, right? Yeah, in defense of them. Yeah, but that's why I listen to podcasts during the sh- during the game. Uh, you really? Oh yeah. If Trees, because she's working this weekend at the art studio, I'll just have my earbuds in, listen to oh, something else. I don't. It's like David. I get angry and you know tweet another show. My question. Uh, this one from David. Is there a reason I wasn't credited for inspiring an impromptu Twitter question Wednesday after we also bitterly upset by the truncated Tuesday show? His question continues. I am an intention whore who needs recognition <laughs> when deserved and even when it isn't deserved. Um. Yeah. Well, we're giving you your question by re- your, your your due by reading this. Thank you, David. And uh, we will try not to truncate future shows. But based on uh, the the mixed reviews of the Aussie accent we did on Tuesday, I think there are some people grateful that we only did an hour. I, including there Jason. was a lot of glowing reviews. I hated it as well. I but you know it was mixed. Graham likes to take one person that hates you know probably a one tweet about someone's God that was terrible. It's boring. Stop. Don't stop doing it. And he goes, Oh yeah, that's everybody's thought. That's not. not, not I hey listen. I, the day after everybody was tweeting at me, going, you know what? I liked it. So it's over. Thank God. I'm back in the survivor pool, which I don't know when I'm going to win yet. 
the the other thing is so, we thought we talked about you doing like an OJ impersonation for this whole show. Hello there, Twitter world. It's yours truly. I don't know if I could do that accent for a whole hour. No, and I don't know if people know what it was. I don't know what it is. I don't know what OJ's accent is. Where is he from? That's exactly how he sounds, though. Yeah. He's, he's, Hello there, Twitter world. It's yours truly. My fantasy football team is unbelievable right now. Yeah. It's pretty good. Spot that, on. That's yeah, something. Something. It is. It's we'll good. be right back. More of your questions. Couch in the room. Hello there. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Update. The Green Bay Packers had their chance but lost at home to the Eagles on Thursday night football. Rodgers back. He pumps. He fires. It is intercepted under deflection. Intercepted. Eagles have the ball. Nigel Bradham out across the 20. And this game is as good as over. The Eagles win 34-27. Carson Wentz threw for 160 yards and three touchdowns. That's efficient. As the Eagles even their record at 2-2. Two two. Rodgers, meanwhile, passed for 422 and two scores in his first interception of the season. Green Bay is now 3-1. The Eagles say cornerback Avante Maddox has movement in all his extremities. He was taken off the field on a stretcher late in the fourth quarter after colliding on a tackle with teammate Andrew Sedano. Meanwhile, the Detroit Lions continue preparations for their game against Kansas City at Ford Field on Sunday. Danny Amendola, Mike Daniels, and Darius Slay are all nursing injuries. There'll be game-time decisions. The Chiefs are six-and-a-half-point favorites. That's your Spotlight Sports Update. I'm Doug Warren. NBC News Radio, I'm Jim Forbes. House Democrats are blocking an attempt by Republicans to pass a resolution of disapproval of the formal impeachment inquiry into the president. The House passed a bill to table the GOP resolution, which effectively kills it. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi says opening an impeachment inquiry into the president is about national security for our country. This is as serious as it gets when it comes to protecting the Constitution of the United States. The oath of office that we take, I think the president violated that oath. Speaking this morning on MSNBC, the California Democrat said the president used taxpayer dollars to shake down the leader of another country for his own political gain. And Dallas police officer Amber Geiger is claiming she shot her neighbor in self-defense. In court this morning, Geiger broke down in tears as she began describing the night she shot and killed 26-year-old Botham Jean in his own apartment. Jim Forbes, NBC News Radio. Where Keystone Light meets Les Miserables. You're listening to Couch in the Room. Answering your Twitter questions today brought to you by Groovy Donuts. You can get Groovy Donuts in East Lansing on Lake Lansing Road in Williamston. Also at Campbell's Market Basket in downtown East Lansing right across from campus. And for crepe's sake in downtown Lansing. Also available at Horrocks where I had Groovy Donuts uh, this week. And um, I'm telling you, you. How many? I'm not going to talk about it on air. Three? What a, no. No, I didn't go that far. I kept it to two. Good. Kept it to two. Had one, walked around with some coffee, and then had to come back and get another one. Quick game before we get back to the Twitter questions. Uh, is this my impersonation or the real OJ? Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Well, last night sort of justified something that I've Good. been saying That's, all along. That, that, you really got to respect the running game. You got to run See, the football. See, what accent is this? Philly, who's not been using uh, Jordan Howard, 
uh, to me, as far as I'm concerned, the last three weeks. Last night, actually used him, and I ran him on my fantasy team. And the man came through. <laughs> oh, yeah. The man has gained more yards than, than all the runners, not named Todd Gurley, uh, uh-huh. Ezekiel Elliott. The guy's a star. He's not fancy, but he gets the job done. Uh-huh. Now, let's look on the other side. Let's do it. So, For three weeks. Yeah, he spent most of his life in California. I mean, he was born in the Bay Area. Sure. He, um, and he's Look you know, out. in L.A. So, see? A little, Pretty little close. Buffalo also. But Buffalo? Yeah. That's not a Buffalo accent. No, no, I'm saying he lived in Buffalo. Hello there, Twitter world. Chose truly. Pretty good. All right. I'd rank that uh, higher than Australian guy. Yes. All right. David Jackson, here we go. We can do these again? We are. Enough OJ. Uh, any, are any players currently listed as active on the Kansas basketball roster likely to be disqualified, declared ineligible before MSU faces KU in the finals in Maui? I don't think so, but sometimes this stuff moves fast. You don't know what's happening till it, till it comes. I don't know if there's anybody on the roster right now who's uh, full of that, you know, part of that current scrutiny. Will Bill Self be coaching the team? I think so. Wow. If I had to bet, I bet all those things. But again, again, we're 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 still more than you know more than a month out. So okay. Next one from Tom Pikas. What happened to Midnight Madness? Still exists. It's yeah. October twenty fifth. It's fun. And um, it, the the problem with Midnight Madness is it used to be it was actually the technical first technical first time you could practice. So the idea was you couldn't practice until a certain date, and so you had it at midnight, and that was pretty cool. It was like that was the first time they could actually play was after midnight on October fifteenth, and they started making it like the first Friday after that or whatever it was. What changed is the practice schedule, and now they they start like September twenty fourth. And so you've kind of lost the need to do that. And and the other thing that's happened is um, you don't need to start it at midnight, which is probably good for most most people don't want to stay up till 1, 2 in the morning. It starts at like 9.30. So it's lost a little of its luster. Then this year you get a, a weird year where Michigan State wants to do it on a home football weekend. But after this weekend, they're not home again for a month. So when are they going to do it? And so they, they, they held off till October 26th. What I think they used to do that was cooler than Midnight Madness, frankly, when I was a kid, is they had the green and white game. And that would be usually like right after a football game. And this is before basketball is huge, you know, to the way it is now. Like you walk over and get a decent seat, and usually Michigan State be getting pounded by Ohio State or something, and there'd be an announcement on the PA. The basketball team, green and white game is happening. You're like, hell, let's go watch a team that has a chance to win. Yeah. And um, that, that was kind of a cool scrimmage. But anyway, yeah, so it still exists. It'll be October 25th, that Friday before the Penn State game. It just doesn't have quite the uh, luster. Is Izzo going to dress up, uh, fly out of the ceiling again, or no? I, I don't done? know if that he's thought about that. He's done less and less of that lately. I have not been to a Midnight Madness, frankly, since uh, I, I've been an adult. Um, Jeez. I certainly have no desire to go now. And it, it's just, it's not, it's not that I don't think they're cool events. It's just, you're over it. I, yeah. Bring out OJ. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, I just don't. Uh Craig Robinson writes in, the Eric King story is intriguing. Does Dana Holgerson really think he's coming back, or is his redshirting a scapegoat for tanking an already disappointing debut season? Isn't he bound for a Power 5 spot next year like Bama? Do the Houston upperclassmen have a right to be ticked? So a lot of questions here. I I think the people have a a right to be ticked is if you're a a fellow senior on that team. And it's like, yeah, that's great. You're coming back. Why wasn't I asked to redshirt if I hadn't redshirted yet? Are we giving up on this year? Like what? It feels selfish by the coach to try and have a big year. He's making a lot of money there, and and to allow these guys to do it. I don't. The whole idea that they're coming back. I thought when they initially said, and it's not only Derek King, it's also the top 
their top receiver at Houston. The, I thought they, they were they would transfer and, and play somewhere else next year. Wanted to be at a, a Power Five school. Um, right now, they're saying they haven't thought about it. And they're coming back for sure. We'll see if that sticks. It's sort of an interesting strategy to give up on a year after a few games. I'll say this though. This is not their fault entirely. This is, again, the system we've put in place. Now, one and three at Houston, in any system, you're probably not going to have a huge year where you get to a a big national game. But say this was Michigan State. And you look around and and you've got to say you've got a quarterback who's a true senior, could come back as a fifth-year guy, um, got a great, great receiver. Now, most places you think those would be NFL guys. Or you've got a, you know, for whatever reason, they want to come back and try and have a big year, and this isn't it. it it's an interesting idea because I don't know how it helps them from an NFL standpoint. It helps the team, the program, next year. And it, it's this is part of the playoff culture we live in. That so quickly, you're out of everything you used to be able to do. And your goals are shattered because you lost a game or two. I, I think it's weird. I hope it doesn't become a thing regularly. I sort of understand the logic behind it from certain ways that it could help the program next year if that was going to be a really good team and these were elements of the team they could use. But if I'm also a teammate and a fellow senior, I'm like, dude, F you. What about a fan? If he's actually coming back to Houston? Yeah. If and I'm you're playing, one and three, your I'm, season's over. What? Well, that's the problem. Why does he have him back? That's the problem. Okay, here, the, right there you said it. We have to get to a point where one and three, your season's not over. Mm. If we're going to do that, then let's just get out. I mean, college sports are ridiculous anyway, but sure. let's just get out. Let's just stop. But does Houston have a shot at anything? That's Becoming bowl eligible, maybe? That's the other problem. You've created this Power 5, Group of 5 world where I, I got I, issues. Do you think this is going to happen often? That's no, the thing. No. I don't see it happening often, but I don't blame De'er King. Now, I blame Dana Holgerson. If he, if my player, my quarterback said, I'm going to redshirt, I'd be like, okay, where, where are you going? Well, I You're think, not coming back here. I think Holgerson, part of it is Holgerson, mo- most Coaches at a group of five schools do not make the type of money Hogerson does. I think there's some pressure on him to win at a fairly high level there. Sure. And he sees, okay, this year isn't going there. It's my first year anyway. If I can make next year a great team, then that does me well. But I could see this being beneficial to coaches some places where they feel like based on their contract and where they are in their career, they need to have a big year soon. Mm-hmm. And if next year could be that big year, then that makes sense. I don't. It doesn't make a lot of sense for kids if they want to play in the NFL. Um, unless you feel like another year of development is it, like if, if a kid said, "Look, I I think I'm an NFL player, but I don't think I'm four months or three months from being an NFL player. I need a full another year of development. There's some things I want to add. I'd be all about that. And I also don't have a problem educationally. The whole concept is the whole idea of the four game rule was to help more kids get five years of paid for college. I don't have a problem with that. So there are elements of it I really don't have an issue with. But I can understand also being upset if I were as a senior teammate. Um, yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, Lorenzo for, for Heisman Ritson. How is it that George Blaha is still announcing Spartan games and doing a good job? He seemed a little old back in the 80s when he was announcing Piston games. Well, he did. I mean, it's funny how people age at the same rate you do. Like, Blaha doesn't look any older than he did to me when looks the same. he's 50. Yeah. So, in other words, he was not a good-looking 50, but he's a great 70-whatever he is. Right. And uh, he's a legend. He's a legend. And to me, like, and this how is he still doing a good job? Getting old sucks, dude. Yeah. It's just terrible. Blah, you know, when I hear his voice, man, it just goes back to the bad boy era that I love. One of the nicest guys I've ever met. So, 
Can't hate on Blaha. You, you, you can't. No, you can't. I, and, and Blaha, to me, is still the biggest deal person I deal with over there. Sure. Like, if Mark D'Antonio walked into this room right now, I'd be like, hey, Mark. And it, just another dude. I right. see him all the time. George Blaha walks in here. I'd, I'd pull out his chair, you know, have him, help him sit. Mr. Blaha. Mr. Blaha. Sure. Damn straight. Yeah. There ain't nobody. There's no star. The stories over, he has, too. Yeah. Oof. Blaha. I mean, if if because he's a bad, to me, I associate him with the bad boys. Yep. I associate him with being nine, ten years old again. Yep. It's that voice. Love it. Uh, just different. Yeah. Anyway, um, question. You use PCs. <laughs> How do I get the screen not to be zoomed in again? I have no idea. Actual size. It's been a while since I used a Dell. Actual size. Boy, three three o'clock can't come soon enough. Disaster, man. Graham's going to hand that thing over. Read that thing. <laughs> what a disaster. I don't know how to. There we go. You want to do one more before we have to take a break? Let's take a break. All right. Couch in the room. It's time for Did You Know, brought to you by the Greater Lansing Sports Authority. Did you know that the GLSA partners with local sports facilities to get creative, diversifying venues to bring as many events as possible to the community? This means everything from soccer and rugby at Cooley Law School Stadium to wrestling at the Lansing Center and even Quidditch at Hope Sports Complex. This creative use of available space brought 70,000 athletes to Greater Lansing in 2018. Do you have a unique sports idea for Greater Lansing? Reach out today at lansingsports.org. And now you know. Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals, your local experts meeting all of your lawn and tree care needs. If you have trouble with stubborn weeds, crabgrass, or just poor color, call 517-703-1111. No high-pressure sales, just knowledge and amazing customer service with many programs available to meet your individual needs. Visit us on the web at puregreenlawn.net to have one of our team members meet with you to figure out a simple, inexpensive solution. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Minute. The National Football League is joined with DraftKings as its provider for daily fantasy sports, moving the league closer to a full embrace of legalized sports betting. DraftKings began as a fantasy sports platform, but now operates as a full-service sports book. The deal announced Thursday makes DraftKings the NFL's quote-unquote official daily fantasy partner. The league is joined with Caesars Palace for sports betting marketing, the first deal with a traditional casino company. The NFL remains the only major North American sports league not to designate a full-fledged sports betting partner for those that don't know in daily fantasy fans wager on the performance of individual players rather than the outcome of the game while regarded by many as a form of gambling it is regulated differently than betting on the outcome of games which is now legal in a dozen states this deal allows DraftKings to use nfl logos official statistics highlights and other content on its platforms that's your spotlight sports minute i'm doug warren the spotlight sports minute a production of the spotlight radio network for more go to spotlightradionetwork.com the future of radio is here. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. You're connected to Business Rap in a snap. Julie Mann here, the host of Work Matters, the show that ponders, does work matter? And if it does, why? For over 30 years, my background has afforded me the opportunity to be entrenched in business issues and people issues. And the common thread behind many business challenges is that work does matter and that employees do matter. And both of these are very important to business culture and also to business success. So on Work Matters, we focus on workplace issues and topics to help your business grow. Join us on the show where we explore succession planning. We talk about succession planning in many different aspects. We talk about what is it, 
We talk about why do organizations need it and why do they need it both for a company and for the roles that are critical to the organization. We talk also about some of the common mistakes that happen in, in succession planning and when do you start planning for the succession planning process. All of those things are very key components to building your workforce, being sure that you're having organizational consistency as you move forward and as your business grows into the future. So join us on the show where we talk about succession planning and change management and all of those key components that go into building a good succession plan for your organization, a very important piece of business. So thanks for thinking to join us. Join us for sure. And if you'd like to learn more, do know this is Julie Mann and yes, work matters. For more in-depth business discussion on this topic and many more, go to businesswrap.biz. Also, download the free OneTouch Business Wrap app by searching Business Wrap on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And from our founder, Suzanne Heward, that's a wrap. Find Couch in the Rude podcasts on Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and the Rube's favorite, Podcast Addict. Plenty more of your Twitter questions to get to, presented by Groovy Donuts. Jason, before we do, have you figured out what you're going to do? We'll do that beginning top of next hour. We only have about 90 seconds here before the, uh, the break. Do you know what you're going to bet on yet this uh, this week? Not yet. I put them out on Twitter. I don't I don't hide from my picks. But I, tomorrow, it's just too much. Right? There's not any games that are gut feel games. It scares me. Well, even last night, you had a gut feel on the Packers that yeah. didn't play well. No, it didn't. And, no. uh, and and it was weird. Is that line it kept moving down and down and down, which yeah. made me even more more nervous about. It. I didn't I didn't touch it. Aaron Rodgers could have uh, four passes in the goal line, fourth and one. Yeah, it, first down, second down, third down. I don't know. Wasn't great. I thought the Packers looked good last night. It was actually a really know. good result for the Lions, though, because the Packers pick up a first loss. Yeah, the Eagles won, but the first Eagles place. the Eagles the Lions are going to have that tiebreaker all year now. Well, that, was, that was a huge win in Philly. I don't know how you let Carson Wentz to sit back and throw. That's the only way he beats you. You don't pressure him whatsoever. That's what the Lions did, even though they won. But, hey, what am I doing? What well, what's, do? your, what's your sense of Carson Wentz? Is he going to be a top-tier quarterback? No. Ever? Serviceable. Is he better than Mitch? Trubisky. Whoa. Two segments next hour. Oh, boy. We got lots of your Twitter <laughs> questions to get to. Some really good Mitch stuff. Uh, to, yeah. Speaking yeah. of broadcasters, too, we may play some uh, video from the uh, final night of the Reds broadcaster last night. And uh, Felix Hernandez. Did you know you're still yeah. pitching? I didn't. I didn't and, either. And that was a real tear-jerking thing. We'll get into all that next. Wow. Couch of the Roof. Fall means football, falling leaves, and furnace maintenance. Hi, I'm Peggy Doty. Call the winning team at Doty Mechanical today for a 17-point tune-up on your furnace. A furnace tune-up is a smart way to ensure your family's safety and avoid a stressful breakdown. Win this heating season with a Team Doty furnace tune-up. Call Doty Mechanical today at 327-7777 or visit us at DotyMechanical.com. For heating and cooling, the names to know, Doty Mechanical and Carrier, turn to the experts. The Spartan Beat with Rico Weird. Help out these Spartans. They're getting injured in the Breslin Center. They're getting shellacked at Spartan Stadium. Help them out. Give your time. Give your money. Help out the Spartan team. You 
reach into your pocket. Find that pocket change in your car or in your truck that you were just going to buy candy bars with and donate to the Spartans. The Spartan Beat with Rico Weir. Noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific on Spotlight Radio Network. Politics, business, sports. This is the Spotlight Radio Network. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. NBC News Radio. I'm Lisa Carter. Media reports say the whistleblower who filed a complaint accusing President Trump of abusing power is a CIA officer. Thursday's New York Times reports the whistleblower, whose complaint set off an impeachment inquiry, was assigned to the White House for a time. The complaint says Trump pressed the president of the Ukraine to investigate former vice president and current Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden and Biden's son Hunter. Meanwhile, Trump is lashing out at Democrats after a House hearing on the whistleblower complaint. Speaking at Joint Base Andrews in Maryland, Trump said the behavior of the Democrats is a disgrace. It's another witch hunt. Here we go again. It's uh, Adam Schiff and his crew making up stories and sitting there like pious, whatever you want to call them. It's just a really a, a disgrace. It's a terrible thing for our country. He singled out California Democrat Adam Schiff, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee. That's Mark Mayfield reporting. Teachers in Chicago could go out on strike a little more than a week from now. 25,000 Chicago Teachers Union members voted overwhelmingly Thursday to authorize a strike as soon as October 7th if contract negotiations fail. We need staffing in areas like nursing for social workers and for special education services. We need enforceable caps and class size. And yes, we need pay and benefits too, but pay and benefits alone are not enough. We care deeply about the learning and working conditions in our schools. Jesse Sharkey is the president of the Chicago Teachers Union. Lockheed Martin is going to build fighter jet wings in India. Lockheed says the plant there will start producing all wings for the F-16 worldwide next year. Lockheed is bidding for a $15 billion contract to provide the Indian Air Force with fighter planes. And NFL owners plan to propose a 17-game regular season schedule for the new collective bargaining agreement. A number of media outlets report owners want to eliminate the preseason and add one more regular season game starting in 2021. The NFL Players Association has said it's not interested in adding more games. You're listening to the latest from the NBC News Radio. A terrific Thursday night game to start off the NFL weekend. The Eagles intercepting Aaron Rodgers on a tip pass in the end zone with 20 seconds to go, preserving a 34-27 Philadelphia win in Green Bay. Nigel Branham ended up with the interception. Craig James made a great play on the ball. Great play, tipped it up, and I was like, oh, I got to go get it. Philly quarterback Carson Wentz with three touchdown passes. Feels huge, you know, especially uh, the point of the season that we're at. You know, going two and two is a heck of a lot better than being one and three uh, to come in here and, and fight to the end. The defense coming up big at the end, a huge win for us. The Packers now three and one. Rodgers threw for 422 yards and two scores. The Brewers defeated the Reds five to three. Milwaukee has won seven in a row and 18 of 20. They're just a game in back of St. Louis for first in the NL Central. The Cardinals host the Cubs this weekend. The Brewers are in Colorado. The Indians were blanked by the White Sox, 8 to nothing. Cleveland two games behind Tampa now for the last AL wildcard spot. That's sports. Frank Arity, NBC News Radio. We have a variety of challenging weather that will impact travel today across many sections of the country. First, a risk of severe thunderstorms, packing damaging winds, hail, vivid lightning strikes, and even possible tornadoes from the upper Midwest back through Missouri, Kansas, and into parts of Oklahoma and northern Texas. 72 with storms in Chicago today. 90 with thunderstorms for Kansas City. 94 sunny in Dallas today. The other area of difficult weather is in big sky country where snow is developing and the snow will intensify over the weekend. 
Today, however, some snow in sections of Montana, but that will expand and increase in intensity Saturday and Sunday. Sunshine today for much of the southwest. Sunny from L.A. to Phoenix today. Sunny skies for the Gulf Coast. Plenty of sun for the Ohio Valley and lots of bright sun for the east. 70s and 80s for Virginia, the Carolinas, and through the mid-Atlantic. Sunny for the eastern Great Lakes states and sunshine for New England today. That's your national weather forecast. Mike Ellis, NBC News Radio. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Update. Michigan State hosts Indiana for homecoming tomorrow afternoon at Spartan Stadium. The Spartans are 3-1 and 1-0 and in Big Ten play after that 31-10 win last Saturday at Northwestern. Indiana enters tomorrow's game at 3-1 and 1 overall and 0-1 and 1 in the conference. They had a 51-10 loss to Ohio State a couple of weeks back. Down in Ann Arbor, the number 20 Michigan Wolverines host Rutgers tomorrow at noon. Jim Harbaugh's troops are 2-1 and 0-1 and and in the Big Ten after that 35-14 thumping at the hands of Wisconsin last week. This will be the sixth meeting between Michigan and Rutgers. The Wolverines Marines lead the all-time series 4-1. to one. The Detroit Tigers lost to the Minnesota Twins 10-4 in the Comerica Park finale yesterday. That loss tied a major league record 59 home losses for the Tigers this year. And the Red Wings beat the defending Stanley Cup champion St. Louis Blues 4-1 to one in preseason action up in Calumet. Anthony Mantha and Michael Rasmussen each scored twice for the Wings. Calvin Picard stopped 37 shots. The Wings wrap up their exhibition schedule with a home-and-home series against the Toronto Maple Leafs beginning tonight at Little Caesars Arena. That's your Spotlight Sports Update. I'm Doug Warren. What do you get when you cross a know-it-all newspaper columnist with an awkward, unsophisticated everyman? Yeah, uh, well, I'm just not sure about that right now. Welcome to Couch and the Roof. Welcome to Hour 2 of our Friday Couch in the Roof show. Graham Couch, Jason Nick, answering your Twitter questions, presented by our friends at Groovy Donuts. Add Groovy Donuts to your tailgate. Uh, multiple locations, East Lansing on Lake Lansing Road in Williamston. You can also get Groovy Donuts at Horrocks um, and uh, Campbell's Market Basket in East Lansing, as well as, for crepe's sake, in downtown Lansing. Jason, how yeah. you doing? You all right? Doing there, doing yes, good, yeah. Second like hour, Twitter questions. Yeah, yep, yep. Absolutely. We're gonna have, we're gonna have a better hour. I, I'm starting to get a hang of this, Dell. We're gonna do this. I doubt it. No, I highly doubt <laughs> it. I've never heard anybody complain about a Dell computer in one hour of use. And Graham, like what I what I don't understand is, you know, Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates. They seem rich. They seem like they're uh, innovative. Yeah. Why did they choose this operating system? Melinda had a big hand in that, didn't she? What Bill? Well, either way, like I, I don't like the, the, Bill the, and Melinda Gates. Unbelievable. The difference between between Steve Jobs and Bill Gates is like Justin Verlander to Matt Boyd. Well, you're uh, batting a thousand with these analogies today. I'm working on it. Good. All right, more of your Twitter questions, Melinda Gates. Like she created half that stuff. Uh, this one from Andrew Gautier. If, and this is a big if, the Lions manage to pull off a huge upset this weekend, what kind of celebration will Jason have? A couch in the Rube cookout. Yeah, I saw some 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 action on after this question on Twitter last night. Um, what, what, first of all, what would your reaction be? I would be excited. I don't know. Do we have to have a party after the game or? During it. <laughs> during the game, okay. No, I, it's kind of tough to force. We're we'll seeing what's going to happen. But, but what, um, what, would your, what would your celebration be like? What would, would your be night be? You know what? Not as crazy as it used to be, but yeah, we'd have fun. 
people want to really come over? I don't know. Go up to Ovid? Yeah. We have fun out in Ovid. Stuff some fireworks from July. Do some country living? Yeah. Light those bastards off. I don't know. They don't have fireworks ordinances in Ovid, do they? Uh, we're not on July 4th. But there's if I lit, lit them off on a uh, Sunday, I'm sure someone would come knock on my door. <laughs> I don't have as many left as as we had, but uh, the neighbors kind of just put uh, the kibosh on it. I had a lot. I had a lot more. A lot more. So, yeah, party. Come over. I don't care. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, next question. Mark Snyder, whatever happened to the old LSJ building on Lanaway? Lanaway? Lanaway. Lanaway? It's still there. Um, falling apart. <laughs> Little, the, the first Dell is, is over there. The first Dell, that's right. They, yeah. they, they was sold to the the, the I you know family. I, thank God that I didn't think they'd ever be able to sell it because it's not. It's a it's a cool old building if you love newspapers like like I do. Like to go where the press used to be and all that stuff, and that's fun. I took my my, my mom and dad over there before they, uh, got, you know, before we were out of there, and they had a good time looking through all the old. Like if you're an old newspaper person, it's cool. Do you ever just go back and break in and just sit there? In the no, office and no. I wanted to do that. With, I wanted to do that with a downtown YMCA building. I, I really, really did too. That. That I wanted to go like, and apparently it was falling apart too much for us. Just to go back and take crazy the old gym and yeah, the old racquetball courts and squash courts down in the basement. But the, um, it, yeah, hopefully they're going to use it for something. I don't know what. Like there are buildings. When I worked in Kalamazoo, by the way, I lived there for a little while. Oh, way. We had an amazing downtown building that they've actually torn most of it down, and that was a classic building. There are other classic buildings. The Atlantic State Journal was not. I wouldn't call it classic. It was an old and cool if you like newspapers, but it's not like easy to turn into multi-use. I would, my guess is in time it'll be torn down, and they will use uh, they will use the. Are you into that area. kind of stuff though? That they go back into old buildings. Oh, I and love that. I love that. Oh, stuff. I love it too. There's still like posters on the wall from the the 90s yeah, and stuff. I love like That's historical cool. stuff. I love nostalgia. I mean, I really do. And and that you know, I worked at the LSJ for four months in 1998-99 when I was a sophomore at Lansing Community College. Like taking scores of the phone, writing, uh, you know, uh, the little toppers you'd see on roundups, and and uh, I quit because I, I didn't think I was being utilized properly, and <laughs> not surprising. Can't wait what, to, can we go follow you to your uh, oh, meeting, at LSJ? Oh, it, I want to hear is, you complain about this Dell. This is the best part. <laughs> so I, I the, the sports editor when I'm the, the, uh, working part time, and I had like five. I had too many jobs. I was doing. Uh, Land Community College games on the radio at for WLNZ. I was doing working for the Lookout, the LCC paper, working out. the student, um, you know, student placement test stuff. I, that was part of the problem. I just, and I was refing basketball in Holt on the weekends. But um, the sports editor at the LSJ was Jerry Ahern, who now run work as the CEO or not CEO, but he's the head guy at Gambling dot com that Dan Kilbridge works for now. Yeah, but he that. he was like the way up in Yahoo, you know, with all those guys when they broke all the Miami stuff, Charles Robinson and. Dan Wetzley hired them. Then he was the head way up VP of USA Today, and so this guy was way, way, way up by the time I came back to Lansing. And the guy I quit one hour before a shift on after four months because I wasn't being utilized correctly. He's like the head of USA. I'm surprised my career survived it, um, but he was he was cool. They had a lot of characters. Over one there hour huh? on the dot. There are stories over there about like. Um, some internal sexual harassment training they had to go through at one oh. point. They're hilarious with the crew that was over there at one point mm-hmm. because they accidentally printed out some internal like chat stuff that wasn't supposed to be shared, and, it, and the wrong person found it on the printer. Oh man, those days! I, I would, I'd go back to those days over 2019. Take me back. Be uh, I would go back. Be good, good times. 
And the best part about working as a reporter at the LSJ building, by the way, this didn't happen in sports, but in news, is 80% of the crime and shootings in Lansing happen across the street of the bus station. You didn't have to go very far. So it's usually like, hey, you just hang a- out at the bus station? Well, you just look out the window. That guy just shot that guy. Cool. I'll be there. Sometimes you have to wait for the police. Breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, this one from Raymond Chains. Have Harbaugh and Don- D'Antonio buried the hatchet, or is the hatchet still in play? Also, rivalries aside, U of M football were a bunch of assholes last year. Graham, you're the biggest asshole I know. You have to agree, no? Oh, I, I added believe, that. I believe you added that. I added that. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, I didn't see Graham, that. Graham, you have to agree, no? With this computer, it's possible that it got deleted somehow. I don't know. I, Blame it on Doe. Yeah, yeah. Snuck that in. I, I do think both sides, but Michigan especially, handled it immaturely. And I think there's been some overreaction to it on Michigan State side. But certainly Devin Bush and the whole thing. with his Yeah, Michigan handled it immaturely. There's no question. That was cool, though. It was, it was Taking a fun. Taking up the cleats with the grass. Oh, come on, man. It, it was a awesome. fun. Look, it's a rivalry. It's the fun. The, that sort of stuff I appreciate. I usually hate that week and love the day and love the game. Like the week, the Michigan-Michigan State week generally is just this. It, it's kind of fun on Monday, Tuesday, and by Thursday, you're like, just play the damn game. Like, I, the, no, by Thursday, I want both fan bases to lose and be miserable. But then Saturday, it's one of the great rivalries there is, and it's a lot of fun, and, and I enjoy every aspect. In terms of the hatchet and – you know whether there's there's bad feelings. I think there's bad feelings about the program from D'Antonio, and and you saw that really come out. I mean, he's but after the the, uh, the was it Joe Bolden, whoever the guy put the stake planted the flag or whatever stake in the ground, yeah. uh, in 2000 was it 15? And you just heard D'Antonio talk about the program. I don't know that he hates Harbaugh. I don't know that he likes him either. Um, but it's 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 awesome. It's good. It. Look, it's representative of where the two fan bases are, of where those two programs feel about each other, how they feel about each other. Yeah, don't like if each you're D'Antonio, you have to love Harbaugh, right? Yeah, and, and he hasn't done anything. He hasn't won anything. No, and he's, he's yeah, and he hasn't come in. Like the best thing that's happened to D'Antonio is Harbaugh in some ways, because early on, you know, D'Antonio was really dominating that series. But then if Harbaugh had come in and been like Lincoln Riley and just been amazing and won big, and D'Antonio couldn't win anymore, then it would have been everything Michigan fans said was going to happen. Instead, that hasn't been the case. So, I like to me. I, I I think it's been it's been ideal in some ways that the chosen one, the guy who was supposed to to fix it and flip it back the other way, uh, has not been able to do so. Next one from Raymond is Indiana's offense as fast paced and explosive as in recent years. Why are they fifteen point underdogs? Why fifteen and not fourteen for that matter? They are fourteen point underdogs. They I haven't are. seen fifteen anywhere. No, um, and and it's been sitting at fourteen. Fourteen and a half. It's closest it's moved, but nothing. Yeah, and it went back to 14. Like, yeah. was like They were like, trying to get some money on the game? Nope, nope, nobody's going to do it. Nobody's betting it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Indiana's another team that's hard to read because their schedule has been uh, sort of full of extremes. They played Ohio State and lost badly. They were sort of competitive early. They've had a, they're, they're two quarterbacks have each played two games apiece because of an injury, so you don't really know who the starting quarterback's going to be. And then they played really bad teams, and they beat up on them pretty well. So you don't – it's not like they played an Arizona State yet or a Northwestern, sort of a middle-of-the-road Power 5 where you have a feel for them. They played really bad and really great, and so you don't really know where they are. In terms of explosive, I, I, look, I, I really like the receiving core a ton. I like, the, I like their back, the, the, the Stevie Scott. Is it? Um, I, I, like it's, I think it's a nice um, – I think they got nice skill pieces. They haven't, to me, looked as explosive, but when they get the uh, – this redshirt freshman quarterback going, maybe they will be. Uh, next one from Raymond. Have you watched The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu? 
I I mean I've I've, I've seen like bits, of, but I'm not. No, I've not. See, I just try to read the title and think, and he's asking you, so it has to be terrible. Yeah, right. The Handmaid's Tale. I don't know what it's about. Who's in it? But one thing I like about the Handmaid's Tale, if I'm right, the the lead character was the uh, the president's daughter in the West Wing, uh-huh. and she she was when when the I loved her nickname when the S- Secret Service. There are a couple. There's one episode where she gets kidnapped, and there are a few other episodes featuring her in the West Wing, and the Secret Service agent who's with her. They always call her Operation Book Bag because <laughs> she that's what her nickname was. I always loved that. Um, but no, I've I've not seen that. I'm learning Hulu. I lo- I love Hulu. I'm 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 all in. But Can you get uh, it on your Dell. Pull it up. Let's listen to an episode. I'll dial in. Hold on. Uh, Steve writes in, will there be a Ask the Wives significant other Twitter question segment? No. First question, most annoying, annoying habit that you did not know prior to marriage. So here's the deal with this. It's gonna. It's a disaster written all this over. This is going to be awful. The only way this happens is if this show goes on for a while <laughs> to the point that we are making a lot of money. <laughs> because, like, if it becomes something that our wives put up with and love, because uh, because we are they put up with it now, though. But they put up with it now. But it becomes something that, like, no matter what we say on it, they deal with it. Because hey, we're bringing in a couple of hundred, you know, two hundred G's a year. Wow, doing this, uh, then they'd be like, all right, that would that'd be fun. Then it's like it's not going to go away. But like right now, they could just. Well, they, we have to get to that two hundred thousand, so we have to do some risque radio. Yeah, you know, have men. Absolutely, some, some Howard Stern type <laughs> stuff. We're a couple sponsors away from this. It's going to be terrible. A couple sponsors. Yeah. Uh, Jake Hawkins writes in, if you had to guess, what will MSU's basketball team record be after they play Kentucky, Seton Hall, Kansas, and Duke? It's it's hard to say. I think Seton Hall is the game that I might pick them to lose because it's the true road game. And they're, they're Over under Steven Izzo's minutes in those games. <laughs> 14. Unbelievable. The nepotism. What a scam. Uh, Told you. Something going on there. I'll say that I think I think they'll beat Duke. I don't think Duke's gonna be great this year. That place, Breslin's gonna be rocking that day. Uh, Kansas is gonna be a good team, but I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen there. Maui is a weird gym to play in. Like, I'll pick them to beat Kansas. Kentucky fifty fifty. So I think I think they'll be either two and two or three and one. After I do think Seton Hall on the road. Seton Hall's gonna be buzzing for that game. That's supposed to be a top fifteen team. They've got some veterans. I think that could be it. Tough game, but no worse than two and two. Uh, but I think they'll lose one somewhere. Next one from Jake. Whenever you have a dilemma with your fantasy football team, like which quarterback to start, what, where do you turn for advice? Any particular website? Yeah, I, I OJ. I, you, you, you go to OJ. Do you do any others? Like, no. do you read any of the fantasy stuff? I try not to. I don't. Once the I more I read, team, the worse I am. So I just yeah. go with a gut feel, and you know, I'm three and zero. I'm going up against the only other three and zero guy in the league. And my, I'm off to a good start. Like, I picked a great team, and the secret was... So did I. I picked a lot of teams, a lot of players I didn't know. Joe's truly. Hello there, Graham. I was <laughs> going to be 3-0 myself until Andrew Luck quit on me. Antonio Brown got quit. He cut. Unbelievable. You know who I had sitting on my bench who just come back to play? Melvin Gordon. Yep. A good running back. Yep. Absolutely. I was 3-0 without Melvin Gordon. Look Take at that. you. That's what I mean. I, you know, I tried it with the fantasy advice. Who knows? Who knows what people can tell you? Who, I just who, is somebody dying out there? I think Doug is. Are you dying, Doug? Doug, you all right? He's fine, see? Something going around here. Choking. He's all right. When he hears about OJ, he starts to choke. Okay. Uh, next one from Jake. What exactly is it about Big Ten basketball media days that you don't like going to it as much as football media days? No, no, it's equal opportunity. I hate both of them. Um, <laughs> let's let, let me say. Let, I, I think complain he hates a Del. lot. 
Yeah. Ask him about uh, football Big Ten media days. Oh, God, if you like maybe wear pants, have hot legs, and cover a media days using Adele. A sweaty <laughs> Graham couch oh, in man. July oh, God. at college football Big Ten media days asking Ooh. questions Ooh. with Adele. I, I, hate, I hate all of it. Now, so a little different reasons, but both of them because they just happen way too early. Like Big Ten media days, and I don't think I'm going. I got a credential, but MSU hockey media is the same day. I think I'm going to go over there. I'd rather do that. I, just, I know my wife lives in Chicago, but I mean, I, I don't. The October second is the Big Ten media day. The season doesn't start for a month. Yeah. It's if we're, the my issue with it is not that it's not interesting, not that you can't good good stuff, and if you could hang on to things, if you have a couple ideas, but who's really thinking basketball outside of the you know if you're Indiana or Illinois maybe, but like Michigan State plays Ohio State that week in football. And then Wisconsin, if you write anything, and here's looking at you, Brendan Quinn, that week about basketball, what, what the? What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Nobody's when should they it. have it, then? Uh, October 20, somewhere about two and a half weeks later, three weeks later, mm. without question. And, and the other problem I have is just if you go all that way, a lot of people go all that way and talk to their coach. And I get it if you don't have great access. Like Indiana usually doesn't have great access. Izzo gives great access. So you're going to go all that way to talk to – Xavier Tillman, Cassius Winston, Tom Izzo, who you can talk to anytime you want up here. No, I, it's a different setting, though, you know, different background. Yeah, in the ballroom at the uh, hotel near the airport. Right. So, I, no, I hate that. And then the same with the summer one. And it's just too early, and you're just not ready. People aren't ready yet. And then it, 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 if I actually think the basketball is set up to get better stuff. The football one is, is okay. It's just hard to get decent one-on-one information. I don't know. I don't. And then you get all these. News outlets that think they have to cover it like it's an event. It's media day. You know what it is to every reader? Wednesday. It's not like it's Christmas. It's not like it's an actual game. It's not a game. It's, it's, it's media day. To me- that doesn't mean you have to write that day. It has nothing. There's nothing about media day that says I need to write that day. Write about uh, your things you hate instead. I'd like to hear that. I think Why not? We're, that's what the show is. Right? Oh, right. Yeah. Next, next question. Uh, next one from Jake. Uh, how much playing time for Julius Marble this season? I don't have a read on this yet. I, I really liked him at Moneyball, and you can overestimate that, but I, I, I think he's got some skills. I, I, I heard the idea that they'd love to redshirt him. I don't think they will. I don't think they're deep enough at center, and I think he's got too much skill, and I think he's physically mature enough to hold himself. I think he'll play some center. Um, he's I an athlete. Yeah, I think, I think Julius Marble is going to be a really good player. But you do get to a point where, like, how many minutes can there be in the regular rotation? Like, I say they can't redshirt him because there's foul trouble and things. But say you're starting – say they've wind up with Malik Hall and Bingham playing most of the minutes at four. And say Tillman and Kithier are your fives. And Kithier is somebody who's sort of proven himself to be really solid and reliable and, and not scared of the moment. Like, he's going to have to earn minutes in front of somebody, and I don't, I don't know who that is yet and, and what position. Uh, next one from Jake. Favorite character to play uh, as on any Super Mario Kart video game? I've never played Super Mario Kart. Never you, either. Yeah, I, mean, like, I retired from video games around that time, I think. Yeah, you go back to me. I mean, I go back to regular Nintendo. I want to be Bo Jackson and Tecmo Bowl. That's what I want to be all day, every day. Michael Vick. I think Michael Vick in video game form beats Bo Jackson. I know I, people. When, when did that? When did he come into the league? Though he wasn't around when I was. No, still playing. it was. I, that's when I first when I started playing again around two thousand three, two thousand okay. two thousand three, two thousand four. Vic is up there. Yeah, you, you give me and the other thing, you give me a backcourt of Allen Houston and Mitch Richmond and NBA Live ninety five, ninety no NBA Live ninety seven, where you don't need, when you don't need a point guard. Yep. Yeah. 
Yep, you give me, um, and then you'd have one once in a while, like Vin Baker just has this huge day. Nobody can. <laughs> yeah, you have to have that cheat code, the Vin Baker cheat code. <laughs> I don't remember that game. Uh, Jake writes in, better 90s alternative rock bands, Stone Temple Pilots, or Foo Fighters? I'll let you answer this. That's a good question. Yeah. Now, 90s, I'm going with STP. Foo Fighters are up there at my favorite bands of all time. But for 90s, for me as a kid, STP was badass. What's funny is I didn't actually listen to any Stone Temple Pilots really in the 90s. It wasn't until I was in the 2000s that I actually was yeah. introduced. They're a good band. Awesome band. But awesome. Foo Fighters overall, I would take them. But STP in the 90s, one of my favorites. Good question. It, yeah. says, it says good things about you, Jake. Those are your... your Good dude. Yep. Uh, the last one from Jake, speaking of, since you talked about playing piano before and encouraging guys to learn how to play, if a bar like Rum Runners was still open, would you work as one of the piano dueling musicians there on that side? Yes. I've witnessed those guys get laid, actually. Like on the piano? Not on the piano, <laughs> but girls just like ah, like swooning over the two dudes playing piano. Well, but you got to actually be able to play. Absolutely. You can't play. A couple. No, but a couple lessons. Hot cross buns, chopstick, whatever they play. Yeah. You know what I mean? You just get it going and the chicks are drunk. I, mean, I, I am terrific at the lower part of heart and soul. I mean, I could take that shit on the road. <laughs> so It's impressive. You know, it is impressive for two guys, the dueling piano thing, and then you throw in those uh, big foo-foo drinks. They, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Get some drink. Imagine the despair, like the day after. And we've done You roll uh, over and let's, see the piano guy, like, oh, what'd I do? Got to be more than after regret. Like, and there, there's a lot of there's a lot of lost opportunity with kids, and this is I, I think self esteem too. Middle schoolers have tough and self. If you've got a middle school boy who's like just starting to go through puberty, he's like sixth grade. Yep, he's kind of scrawny. Yeah, getting a little bit of acne. Maybe he's got braces. His neck's thin. Doesn't not really doing well with the women. Sure, there doesn't seem to be a light at the end of the tunnel for this kid because even if you tell him, look, you'll look different when you're 15. Right, that feels like a long way away. Right away, yeah. So we, what you do is, yeah. you, you you bring the piano out, and you tell them at the end of the tunnel, you you play this thing for the next seven eight years. Yeah, you play it well. By the time you go to college, your life is going to be. We've magical. talked about this. You have, yes. bring out, have to bring out a picture of Billy Joel and yep. Christy Brinkley. Yes, Ella McPherson. See what this guy did. Now it's not going to happen overnight. No, but listen, you study hard, and this is going to happen. It's a cool discipline. It may be something you love, but at the very least, this should motivate you. Right. And let me tell if you, you half ass it. You can get laid. And, and your life is pointless, really, until you get to college anyway. Right. I mean, at it, it, that Worst piano. case scenario, you're going to be at a bar, two-story bar at the piano playing songs and getting laid. What's the problem? And making a little money. Eh. Why not? This is how a, we tackle, An hour a day. Tackle the self-esteem problem in America with, with young, awkward boys. Absolutely. This Good. is it. This is it. All right. Um, let's take a break here. When we come back. We've got a couple. Chester Lemon has got some, some, some questions. And then we'll have the real Upper Deck Jerk Guy. Your Twitter questions presented by Groovy Donuts. Again, two locations, Lake Lansing Road, East Lansing, also in Williamston, as well as Horrocks, um, Campbell's Market Basket, and for crepe's sake in downtown Lansing. Couch in the roof. Where else can you cheer on your team, enjoy a mouth-watering burger or savory sushi, sip on handcrafted cocktails, or one of 46 beers on tap? Take your game day or date night to Casket Company Kitchen Bar or Front 43 Neighborhood Pub near Frandor. Two amazing places with one awesome blended modern American-Asian menu. Catch the game on one of 30, 60-inch TVs or stop in for the all-you-can-eat lunch buffet. Enjoy happy hour or elevate your night out at Casket Company or Front 43 on East Saginaw in Lansing. When it's your moment, that once-in-a-lifetime moment, you don't just want jewelry. You can get that anywhere. You want a memory that will go down in history, your history, your moment. 
We're Metawar, crafted with exquisite style, quality, and love. So your present will be stunning every time you look at it, every time someone notices it, and they will notice. We've devoted our lives to this art, and we're proud to share it with you. The gift you want to give is here. Metawar Jewelers in Lansing, Okemos, Jackson, Portage, and Brighton. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Minute, taking a look at SEC football this week. Number four, LSU is averaging 57.8 points per game to lead all FBS programs. LSU's 231 points are the most ever by an SEC team through its first four games. Alabama, meanwhile, has just 10 takeaways and two turnovers to rank second nationally in turnover margin behind Boston College. Arkansas's 31-24 loss to San Jose State last week dropped the Razorbacks' record against group of five opponents to two and three since Chad Morris took over the program last year. Number nine, Florida joins Washington State as the only FBS teams that have six players with at least five catches and 100 yards receiving this season. Mississippi State and number five, Ohio State, are the only Power Five teams that have run for 200-plus yards in four games this year. The Kentucky Wildcats have won their last five meetings with South Carolina heading into Saturday's matchup, though the Gamecocks lead the series 17-12-1. And finally, Texas A&M will try to beat Arkansas saw for the eighth straight time Saturday, though the Razorbacks lead the all-time series 41-31-3. That's your Spotlight Sports Minute. I'm Doug Warren. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. A report says Facebook is still tops when it comes to fake news around the world. The Global Disinformation Order Study from Oxford says evidence of propaganda campaigns operating on the social network were found in 56 countries and found disinformation campaigns from 70 countries around the world. The report also says the U.S. is in the high-capacity category when it comes to spreading propaganda of its own. The Food Network is bringing a Guy Fieri cooking class into your home. Discovery is launching a streaming service in partnership with Amazon called Food Network Kitchen. It'll cost $6.99 a month and feature live cooking classes taught by chefs like Fieri, Martha Stewart, and Bobby Flay. Subscribers will be able to attend up to 25 live cooking classes a week and get access to more than 800 on-demand cooking classes and 3,000 step-by-step tutorial videos. Though most of us aren't even connected to a 5G network yet, Huawei says it's working on 6G technology that'll be ready in about 10 years. Tech Report, Larry Olson, NBC News Radio. Politics. GM made billions of dollars in profits last year and closed five plants around this country. Sports. We're out playing, out prepared, and out coached, both offensively and defensively. That was it was thorough. Guns at this time toward the left pylon, right. caught in the end zone. Touchdown, MSU. Got a man defeated the forty in the Eagles territory. He could go. Jamal to the house. Ten five. End zone. Touchdown. SpotlightRadioNetwork.com. Get your hot dogs here. Ice cold beer. Lukewarm beer. Bingo. You're listening to Couch in the Room. All right, rolling through your Twitter questions on this Friday, presented by our friends at Groovy Donuts. Radio voice, Graham, <laughs> delivering the... Uh, back at you. Come back. I got. That's All right. good. Yeah. All right. And next question. These uh, from Chester Lemon, who was your boy, apparently. I I, I, I don't I, understand what's we, going on. We have a history, getting. I think. Yeah. Uh, this was the first one. Can we get a timeline of where are they now, peace? Of that, where are they now? Of peace? that, where are they now, peace? Yeah. The Antonio Smith piece was extremely well done. Nice work. See, you can write good stories without stealing. 
in all seriousness, very, very nice work. Yeah, see, like, I, I, we, at some point, I think we have a pass together, whoever Chester Lemon is, and he's and I, he feels like I stole his story. Say it. What is it? We can talk about it. I, I feel like it. I wonder if it's at MSU or if it's in Calum. I wonder if it's like a one of the guys at 24-7, if it's not That'd be sweet. Jeremy Warnamundi or... Um, mm. Yeah, we won't out you. Just tell us what the story is. Maybe yeah, that ruins right. it for Chester Lemon. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We'll get over it. Uh, are we answering this or no? Or is that just a comment? Very nice work. Yeah. Antonio yeah. Smith. Yeah, yeah. All right, next one from Chester. Any news on Nick Ward or LJ Scott? Oh, oh, the timeline. I see. Oh, yeah, he had, did ask a question. Uh, we got a timeline of that piece. Where the, it, in terms of when it was, I, mean, I wrote that. Let's see. I hung out with him over the summer, late June, early July. We ran it in early August. I had to double check some facts, make sure everything was still on. You know, you can't write a guy about a guy recovering from an awful life and then wait a month and not double check to make sure he's still on the right track. How you um, doing? All right, we, yeah, still the same. And then yeah. we just made it metered instead of behind the hard subscription wall like six weeks later. Um, that's, you know, the idea is we were running some flash sale, and the idea was to encourage people to subscribe. So, uh, This one from Chester. Any news on Nick Ward or LJ Scott? Um, no, I mean, we, we saw Nick Ward asked off his, you know, asked to be released and was released by his, his team in Israel, which is not a good sign for him if he's going to be impatient and not like being overseas. I don't know what the deal was. Some of these situations are not necessarily on award. Some of these situations overseas are not great. Some of these guys, it takes a while to uh, to actually, um, you know, run into a situation that, that makes sense with a team they like and a situation they like. So, and with with LJ Scott, no, I would love to do something on LJ. Um, I haven't tried in a little while, but over the summer he he was not really getting back to me. So, um, maybe I will at some point. All right, next one from Chester. Do you think Joshua Langford will have a pro career? Well, he'll definitely have a pro career. The question is, is an NBA career? Um, I, for a real nice kid, bright guy. He's the type of guy who will do well overseas if that's where it wound up, uh, because he's he's a he's a he's a bucket getter. He's uh, at that yeah he'll he'll and he'll like living there and people will like him. It'll, he'll work in other cultures real well. Uh, the uh, the thing about him is, if you're going to be a two guard at the NBA, you're going to be a shot maker in the NBA. You really got to make shots. He's going to have to become more consistent as an outside shooter, a little bit better finishing on the drive. And and the thing they wanted him to become when he first started was like a version of uh, Denzel Valentine a little bit, somebody who was a little more of a creator for other people. I think he's got a little of that in him. I think if he's smart, he does two more years at MSU because I think this year is partly going to be – it's going to take him a couple months to be who he was. And then his two months of that and whatever his role – you know, really going to get him where he wants to be. I think coming back next year – when there isn't a Cassius, when he's more the headliner, um, would be smart in terms of trying to have an NBA career. But I don't know if he'll he'll have that sort of patience or not. Uh, next one from Lemon. Do you think Aaron Henry will play the four this year for MSU? I think he will a little bit. I don't think it'll happen early. Because I, ultimately I think they want somebody else to play the four and they, they want those guys to figure it out. But Izzo will eventually gravitate to his best lineup. And I think his most devastating best lineup is going to be Xavier Tillman, Aaron Henry, Gabe Brown, and or Kyle Arns. And maybe Arns will be at the four then instead. Um, and uh, Langford and Winston, or maybe it's a Rocket Watts or somebody like that. But I, I think, in other words, the, the strength of the team, when you look at a Gabe Brown and Rocket Watts and the, just the depth they have at the wing, and the, the the 
problems that Aaron Henry would cause as a four? I mean, can you imagine being kind of a little bit of a lumbering six seven, six eight, four man and Aaron Henry's your assignment? That sucks, man. He's more athletic than you. He's quicker than you. Can do. So I, I think, especially offensively, he'd cause a lot of, lot of trouble, and we will uh, start, to, uh, start to see that. Chester writes in, when is Monica going to tell her story about Horrocks and Groovy Donuts? When is the Chester Lemon Donut coming out? Chester Lemon's actually when, a good name for a donut. When you tell us the the, uh, the Graham story, we'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. I need more, more details. Yeah. Uh, you, and you can even reveal it a little bit at a time. Make us guess. <laughs> I like I like the idea. No, I like him giving the a little big hints. reveal. L- little hints to make us guess. We'll get it. I'm, I'm pretty good at this stuff. Yeah. Escape room style a little bit. You know, just get. Um, um, Why don't yeah. we have donuts yet? What do you couch mean? donut, the Rube donut. Oh, a couch in the Rube donut. Yeah. Put a keystone around the donut, like whatever. Donut around the keystone, however you got to do yeah, it. Yeah, because if you just did one between the two of us, do you like picture Jean Valjean drinking Keystone? Who's that? Les Mis, oh, lead character. I don't, I don't Less know. Less Miserables? Don't we, know. We, we, haven't, we haven't figured it. But no, I do like the idea. Monica's story about how Horrocks got and, and got groovy donuts, I need. I do need to check on her with that. Uh, or just have her tell it. Yeah. Have them back in, because they were great when they were in studio. Sure. Because um, it's really cool, and I, I think she'd be willing to say I just don't want to say it, because I don't know if, you know, does Horrocks care? Does that, I mean, it's, it's not my story to tell. That's all. That's all I'm saying. After after hours podcast. Yeah. Uh, this last one from wait oh wait Chester here ran into Sims the other day. She says hi to the show and wants to know why she hasn't been welcomed back. If me, the upper deck jerk guy, and Alex Sims start our own podcast, will Couch in the Rube sponsor it? No, not at all. I'm close. No, but uh, why would we sponsor it? Yeah, I'd listen to it. Yeah, I mean, would you guys have your your voice modulated? Oh, Jason would it? listen to it. All right. Oh please! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just. She's kidding. always welcome. I'm to the sorry, show. Three, sorry. That, that, that was a low blow. That I, was just stupid. It's every week for me. Yeah. These guys can start your own podcast. We're not going to sponsor it though. We'll swing by, check it out. Uh, last one from Chester Lemon. Why did Jason quit drinking? Will he start again? I like drinking Jason better. We all do, Chester. We all do. Yeah, I don't quit's a strong word, but um, you know, when you're in the hospital, it's funny. My buddy actually, the Saturday night I got out, Sunday morning he texts me. He goes, uh, "So just let me know when you want to do a shot." <laughs> the Sunday I just there. spent four days, like three days in the hospital, and I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I think I'm I'm retired for a little bit." So who knows? All if right, the, the Lions win. If, yeah, my guess is the Lions beat the Chiefs. You might have a Keystone uh, or two or, or seven. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll something try. like that. Have to celebrate. We'll come back. We'll have the real Upper Deck Jerk Guy segment next uh, in our Twitter questions. Brought to you by Groovy Donuts. Reminder: Fall donuts are back. Come grab apple cider and pumpkin spice donuts available at any of the Groovy Donuts locations. We'll be right back. Couch in the room. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Update. The Green Bay Packers had their chance but lost at home to the Eagles on Thursday night football. Rodgers back. He pumps. He fires. It is intercepted on the deflection. Intercepted. Eagles have the ball. Nigel Bradham out across the 20, and this game is as good as over. The Eagles win 34-27. Carson Wentz threw for 160 yards and three touchdowns. That's efficient. As the Eagles even their record at 2-2, two two. Rodgers, meanwhile, passed for 422 and two scores in his first interception of the season. Green Bay is now 3-1. The Eagles say cornerback Avante Maddox has movement in all his extremities. He was taken off the field on a stretcher late in the fourth quarter after colliding on a tackle with teammate Andrew Sedano. Meanwhile, the Detroit Lions continue preparations for their game against Kansas City at Ford Field on Sunday. Danny Amendola, Mike Daniels, and Darius Slay are all nursing injuries. They'll be game time decisions. The Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. That's your Spotlight Sports Update. I'm Doug Warren. 
NBC News Radio. I'm Jim Forbes. Lawmakers are off on a two-week recess, but the House Intelligence Committee will continue working on the impeachment process into President Trump. Chairman Adam Schiff said the committee is working as quickly as possible to prepare subpoenas and schedule depositions. Former Secretary of State and Trump political opponent Hillary Clinton is weighing in on the impeachment issue. While presenting an award at Georgetown University, Clinton criticized President Trump for putting his own personal and political interests ahead of the American people. He has turned American diplomacy into a cheap extortion racket. He has denigrated, and let's be honest, stabbed in the back, the career foreign service officers. And the CDC is linking black market marijuana vaping devices to most of the vaping-related illnesses in two states. Nationwide, at least 13 people have died and more than 800 sick because of vaping-related illnesses. Jim Forbes, NBC News Radio. Find Couch in the Rude podcasts on Spreaker, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Google Podcasts, CastBox, and the Rude's favorite podcast addict. With black curtains near the station. You've been on point with the music today, Jason. You're, uh, I tried. Because usually on uh, Twitter question Tuesdays and Fridays, um, Monica and Andrew send me some suggestions. And, you know, I listen to the listeners, too, if they want to hear something. I'm like, yeah. Rick D's. You've been good. You've been hey, good. coming at you. You could be, you could be like a, a party wedding DJ in your... No. In, no? No, I couldn't. Because you have to listen to who's paying you. That's true. Like, and That's I go true. to some weddings, and it's just like... You know, yeah, I, so, so, some of them don't, though. Like, they're real... Like, I got frustrated with ours. And some of them are like, no, nah, this is my thing. You're like, no, 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 you're costing me eight grand. You're going to really? do this, you know? So you walked over and said, hey, you got to start playing stuff that I like. Because that's no. what I was saying. Because they're probably playing all this stuff to get people out on the dance floor. Right. No, we gave a list of things we did and didn't want. And then they and then they had freedom beyond that. Like, we, really? at some point, we'd like you to play this. It, we would really appreciate these not being played. Right. And then we had one song with a word in it we needed kind of bleeped out, so we needed him to, like, pay attention. and Yeah. like it's an Irish song with a, with a different F word. See, if you have to start bleeping stuff out, that's why it must be terrible to be a wedding DJ. Yeah. Oh, you know, I get that you guys paid for it, so you want to hear stuff, but to get to play all the, the classic 90s stuff that no one wants to hear because you don't have any music stuff in your background, <laughs> and I have to listen to it, and Teresa's looking at me like, why aren't we dancing? Because well, the music sucks. We didn't want any chicken dance or anything. Right, and yeah. I appreciate that. Well, that's the other thing is if you're, when you are the bride and groom, you don't get a lot of time to actually dance. Like, we dance at the beginning first, but like the, the night goes fast. You're talking to everybody. You, you really don't have a whole lot of time yourself. At the end, I saw do. the conga line, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. I can't do it. Oh, yeah. the, the what, What's his face? Uh, oh, Jason. Uh, oh, jo- so Johnny, Johnny Galecki. Yeah. Any, any updates on Johnny Galecki, by the Zero. Way? That guy doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I really had high hopes for this show. Really? Johnny None. You would have been so... The fact that I got a selfie, that I had to like stage a selfie with him, it. it was, you know, so much. He has, we have nothing in common. Um, maybe that's, maybe, maybe that selfie bit. can become the groovy donut donut. <laughs> selfie of you and Johnny Galecki. <laughs> you can have it. I just did it for the show, man. But yeah, he wanted no part of, of me. But I just, I'm saying... And then the guy played Wu, Wu-Tang Clan. I don't know. And I was the only one on the dance floor, and <laughs> yeah. the groom because the groom no. requested it. So I was like, "Thanks, man." I was on my, on the dance floor by myself and had a great time. So no, I've actually I've learned that the hard way. I've, I've requested songs where I wasn't in the wedding or I wasn't the a featured person. Yeah, and they played it, and then it's clear the dance floor. I was like, Ooh, whoops. And I like to dance, and Teresa's all getting mad at me. I'm like, "You're drunk. Yeah, just dance. go dance." Yeah. She just danced with any anybody else. I didn't care. I just said, "I just don't want to get up and dance with the song. I don't like it anymore." Yeah. 
All right. All right, more of your questions brought to you by Groovy Donuts. Okay. Uh, the Upper Deck Jerk Guy, here we go. Who will be the 15th team in the Big Ten? Because even though I don't think anybody would come alone, I think there is a possibility at some time it will be 15 and 16. And obviously that will start with a 15th team and talks. And the teams that always make sense, and, and keep in mind this also has to be, it, I think, less so geographically than in terms of research institution footprint and top 100 school and all that stuff that they want. You know, the, the schools that they like are like North Carolina, Texas would make a ton of sense to it. I mean, if you add North Carolina and Texas to the, the Big Ten, and what those schools are in terms of reputation, and also in two different sports, just how you know, I mean, that would be enormous. I think Virginia would be a great fit. Um, you know, with Maryland already there, they'd love to have even a school like Pitt that used to be that years ago would not have had the the sort of academic graduate research stuff to do it. I, I think fits a little more and geographically fits. So I, I would um, I would look at places like that if I had to say, but my, my money would be on something random like a because you know Maryland needed a lot of financial help, but that's why they came. Something like a Virginia joining. And then who becomes that next school? Because I think Texas has that good deal with the Longhorn Network. The Big Ten wouldn't let them do that. Um, I don't think you'd go out west at all. I don't think to take anybody. But that that those would be my those would be my my guesses. All right, next one for the, uh, for the jerk guy. What are the odds that Joey Hauser will play for MSU this year? I would say almost none because it makes no logical sense. But you know, then again, a lot of these guys get get uh, waivers, so I would say it's less than ten percent. But I would not be stunned if he did. I would love to hear the explanation if he does. That that will become my goal in life, to hear that explanation. Like, wh- Why is there even a sit-out transfer rule if the guy who was playing in his home state with his brother can transfer and need to play originally? And, and uh, you know, Tom Izzo had a great line about this, of the idea that, um, you know, it was, it was um, maybe he had a great-great-grandfather's buried in Pawam, Westphalia, and they can use that as, as something. I mean, even, even Izzo knows uh, that, it's not. If his last name was Izzo, he'd be on the team this year. That's for sure. Be a walk Nepotism. Be a walk Unbelievable. Ouch. Absolutely. Want a column. Uh, from the jerk guy, how badly will Kansas basketball get smacked? One scholarship and one postseason ban. What mid-major will actually get the hammer because of this? The, um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, one scholarship, I think it would be more than one scholarship. I think one scholarship a year maybe. Could be a year postseason ban. The question for me is Bill Self. I think there's a real good chance they have a postseason ban, but is there a, you know, a show cause deal where he really it's hard to keep him is the is the coach. That's what I'm where I don't know. But then why don't you hit Bill Self where it hurts his pocket? Right. No. To me, to me, it should be more the coach than it should be current players. Right. And um, by the way, impromptu question here from David Jackson. Sorry to interrupt. Real architecture guys section. How dare you? He says, "What the hell? The freep is actually increasing its coverage, or is someone leaving?" Uh, there is a new guy um, who is uh, who's, uh, Rainer Sabin, I think is the way Sabin. I don't know how to pronounce it. Sabin's kid? No, he, he's covered Alabama though in some other places. Uh-huh. He's joining the cover. Knew it. He's joining the cover. You know, football like uh, Michigan State, Michigan, uh, Big Ten, big picture pieces. Uh, the, the Detroit Free Press. So uh, you will see that byline and, and name Nepotism. around there. It's definitely in paper form. Unbelievable. Definitely. Nepotism. Uh, next one from the jerk guy. When am I coming into studio? I may have a lot of free time after next week. Also, does it pay anything? Uh, no. Anytime? And no. <laughs> uh, the the uh, we'd love to have you though, but we do we do not know if we want to unmask you. So we got to figure that out because we kind I think we've kind of decided. Yeah, we like you wear the Graham couch head around the studio. Yeah, just something. I really want it to be sixty minute style, or just blurred in his voice. 
It's always creepy. Whistleblower. You can't listen to that more than 12 seconds. That's true. You know? Yeah, you just need the one line like, I saw him kill her. <laughs> uh, next one from Jerk Guy. Does Graham have an editor look at his copy before it goes online? I'm concerned with his use of spell check that a misspelling of Indiana's quarterback, Penix, might not get caught. <laughs> no, that's a, that's a serious concern. Um, and, and I would not say the... I, I do post a lot of stuff that gets back read, especially on deadline or quick stuff like... Blame it on the Dell. I put oh, oh the Dell. Yeah, I can't even imagine the the fuck stick posts that would go into this. I mean, the words that would get through a Dell. They probably don't even have spell check on this thing. Um, uh, yeah, but no, I, I do have editors and and and, and big stories they get will really well checked. Most deadline stories get read by one person. Sometimes after I've already um, posted it. All right, next one from the jerk guy. Have you ever been in drag with full makeup? If yes, can we get pictures? I have not, but I'm wondering about you. No, it's funny because Therese actually last Sunday went to one of those shows. It was a brunch with drag queens there at a bar at noon. And this is what I love about her. She never even considered asking me to go. Never even considered. She just goes and does it with her friend. So she went last week. It was She came back with some pictures. So to answer your question, hell no, would I ever, not on purpose. For money, sure. And I guarantee you pictures would be you know his avatar the next day. Yes. There's no way you and I could look, they could make us look good. No, no. I'm not offended by it, but I just don't see it working out. Unless there was some money involved where we got paid. Yes, but no, I've never been in drag yet that I know of. Uh, last one from the jerk guy. Can we get another Jason prison story? Okay, first of all, I've never been to prison, so I don't have any stories from prison. It, you know, I don't. You did do a 72 day stretch in the county jail. I, in though. jail, yes. Yeah. Jail at jail story, and, and yes, it was. Um, there is some stories from that, but prison, no, I have no prison stories. And I don't plan on going, so I don't, I'm not planning on having any. So what, what, something you maybe didn't bring up before, anything that was uh, in terms of uh, meals or awkward moments or nearly getting your ass kicked or anything like that? No, because like I told you, it's it's everyone that was down where I was, are, they were going to be released. So there's no reason unless it was something so bad. Apparently, do not call anybody a bitch in a joking fashion. The word did, bitch is taken very seriously there. Did, did you do that? I did, and they realized I was just joking because that was my, you know, I was joking around guy, and I just jokingly called the guy up. I was like, oh, man, why are you being a bitch? And like the whole place went quiet. And I'm like, oh yeah. And he was some skinny kid with, you know, meth tattoos. It's like he was going to do anything. But I just was like, I'm like, what are you talking about? Really? And he's like, yeah, that's, you probably don't want to say that word. So you need to know some of the, the lingo and some of the verbiage. But um, I don't know. You just go do your time and get out. Watch Tigers games. That's pretty <laughs> much all I did. Uh, the food is terrible. That's the reason why they have you there. It's, there's no, maybe once a week there's something uh, a lot of guys from commissary would get like honey buns together and make these concoctions that, unfortunately, being a, di- a type one diabetic, I can't have anyway. So, you do your thing and, as they call it, a bid, and uh, get out. It's a glorious day, and you'll never want to go back. I, I guarantee you, no huh. prison. You'll never want to go back. I really, honestly, like a scared straight program. Some of these punk twenty year old kids should go do a weekend. So if, if so, they, they know about it. If somebody said to you right now, you got to do seventy two more days, what would you do? Oh, I'd be pissed. It's the boredom gets to you for sure. I would be pissed off, but I wouldn't be scared. I wouldn't be like shaking in my boots. I'd be like, okay, what did I do? Prison's a whole other story. I mean, I've talked to those some of the guys that were in there, and it's, they don't make some make some places that they go to like a resort where you can go outside and play basketball and stuff. But Ingham County you, is the last place you want to go to. And I really, honestly, some of these kids that go and get in trouble that are seventeen, eighteen should go do a weekend. Make them do a weekend just so they know what the possibilities are. That's my fatherly advice. If I had a kid. 
Do a weekend. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Well, we appreciate all you guys with your questions. We appreciate Groovy Donuts. want to also remind you, Groovy Donuts is doing some live musical performances. There's a live acoustic performance with Mark Morris. At Ingham County. Uh, <laughs> Ingham County Jail. But if, you, <laughs> if you'd rather not go to church, 10 a.m. Sunday. Uh, at Groovy Donuts, uh, come out, enjoy a coffee and a, and a donut while while listening to Mark and, and just having a relaxing, chill morning before the Chiefs uh, Lions game. And Graham will be there. If he smells a donut, he shows up. Sometimes happens. Absolutely. We'll be right back. Couch in the roof. Hey, Matt Rhodes from Dusty Cellar is here, and he's bringing food to the studio. We're having another party, Matt. Nice to see you, especially given the circumstances. Good to see you, Michael. Yep, always love doing our catering. Can't tell you how many parties I've been to in this area that have been catered by Dusty Cellar, and it's all kinds of varieties of bashes. We do everything, family, corporate, social. You can come pick it up. We can deliver it. We can bring servers, whatever your needs are. So if I want, I can have a party. You can staff it. If I just want to have it dropped off, you can do that, too, and I can even come pick it up if it's a small gathering. Absolutely, whatever you'd like. What if I want to have it at your place? I always see different little functions going on in a different room. We do, Michael. We have four different options for you. The Napa and Tuscan room, Leelanau, Bordeaux. They're all different sizes, different feels. But whatever your party is, we can customize just for you. I had a party in the Bordeaux room recently, and it ended up spilling into the tap room. That was a good fun that night. Catering services brought to you in-house, private dining at Dusty Cellar or Dusty Cellar Online. DustyCellar.com is on Grand River in Okemos seven days a week and at your party in-house, too. Tired of waiting for your lawn care treatments? Call Pure Green Lawn and Tree Professionals at 517-703-1111. We will complete your applications on time, every time. Professional, prompt services by knowledgeable team members at a reasonable cost. No high-pressure sales, just knowledge and amazing customer service with many programs available to meet your individual needs. Visit us on the web at puregreenlawn.net. This is Doug Warren with your Spotlight Sports Minute, taking a look at ACC football this week. The game of the week, number 18, Virginia at number 10, Notre Dame. The Cavaliers will try to do something no ACC team has ever done, beat a ranked Notre Dame team in South Bend. ACC teams are winless in 20 tries against top 25 fighting Irish squads, and Coach Brian Kelly's team figures to be smarting from its high-profile loss at number 3, Georgia, last Saturday. Virginia is off to its best start since 2004. The Irish are 12.5-point favorites. Florida State and North Carolina State might want to call off their game at halftime on Saturday because both teams have struggled in the second half. The Seminoles, through four games, have been outscored by a combined 92-45 to after halftime. Meanwhile, the Wolfpack have been outscored 42-37 to after the half, and in their last two games, have scored on just four of 15 second-half possessions. And finally, Boston College might be able to spoil Wake Forest's unbeaten start as a six-point home underdog. The Demon Deacons are 4-0, and they raced out to two touchdown leads in each of their last three games. But BC, which won at Wake Forest a year ago, will try to control the ball and the clock against Coach Dave Clawson's quick-strike offense. That's your Spotlight Sports Minute. I'm Doug Warren. You're listening to Couch in the Rube, a Spotlight production. You're connected to Business Wrap in a snap. Hi, this is Luke Mardigan, the host of Be Insured. When Farm Bureau Insurance was founded in 1919, our primary goal is to promote and represent the interest of farmers within the state of Michigan. And while our service offerings have expanded to include all types of industries, we're still very proud of our agricultural roots, which is why we're very excited to sit down and chat with Emily Cramble, who is the Education and Outreach Manager at AgriLiquid's IQ Hub. If you haven't been out to visit the IQ Hub, it's a phenomenal education center with all kinds of interactive exhibits that help teach the community about agriculture. It's located right in St. John's, Michigan, and it looks like a spaceship in the middle of a farm field. 
but it is so much fun to go to. Believe it or not, nearly 48% of the country doesn't know where their food comes from. So this initiative offers an amazing opportunity for families and classrooms to learn about how their food is grown and harvested. They even pay for the bus driver's time and the gas for the bus. Having a space like this in St. John's, Michigan, in the center of everything, which is also where our agency is located, makes me feel very proud. As an agent with Farm Bureau Insurance of Michigan, I'm always looking for ways to provide more value to my clients, and I love seeing a company like AgroLiquid doing the same for our community. It's a good reminder that the impact we have as a business owners extends far beyond what we sell. We get to help people and maybe even change lives in the process. You can learn more about IQ Hub by tuning into my conversation with Emily over on Be Insured. You don't want to miss it. For more in-depth business discussion on this topic and many more, go to businesswrap.biz. Also, download the free OneTouch Business Wrap app by searching Business Wrap on the Apple App Store or Google Play. And from our founder, Suzanne Heward, that's a wrap. Gentlemen, I'm good to go. Jeff, I love you. I love you too, buddy. Yet I love you. Tommy, I love you. My kids are in here. It couldn't be any better than this to have my whole family together. And if you see me out and about in the town in the days and weeks and months and years to come, come up and say hello, and we'll chat a bit. Tommy, back to you. There must be some kind of couple farewells in baseball last night that were pretty cool, Jason. Marty Brenneman, who's been the uh, Reds broadcaster longer than you and I have been alive uh, doing the radio broadcast. Did you know who he was? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, he's a pretty famous dude. And um, Did I, you know Felix Hernandez was still in the baseball? I did, usually. actually, because we've been doing the Tigers bet all summer. <laughs> and he pitched against the Tigers, I think, once this summer. And I was like, oh, that's not good. We maybe want to lay off. He, he has not been good for a couple of years. No. If you get a chance on Twitter... Go go find Marty Brenneman's final, um, you know, full send off. Just really go to Graham's good. Twitter where he quote tweets it and goes this. Dot, yeah, dot, dot. Or, I love when you do that. You you rip on people on Twitter for all these things, and you that annoys me the most about you. You just you quote tweet it and go this. Dot, <laughs> dot, dot. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I think I did quote tweet Brenneman, and I did tweet out the okay. Felix Hernandez thing. At uh, least if you knew who Marty Brenneman was, but I mean, I, I had no idea to be honest with you. But him. it was like Ernie Harwell to a lot of people. It's just this guy sure. who had been, you know, absolutely. And, and, and and a voice that, you know, a lot of, you know, people our age, people grow up with in summer nights at the lake or wherever you're at. This is, this is the person who, uh, you know, you listen to most of your life. And Felix Hernandez, really emotional scene as he pitches his final game in Seattle. Cool stuff. Also, a little heads up. You listen to this podcast live or early tonight. The uh, Michigan State homecoming parade canceled due to the threat of severe weather and will not what? be rescheduled. Unbelievable. Like, all that work for nothing just because of a little weather? Come on, guys. That, that sounds like... 30 I mean, minutes? Why, why ever even try? It's usually going to rain. It's September in Michigan. Beauty of it. Can't do it tomorrow morning or something? Yeah, don't try any year. Don't put effort in anything that might get canceled. That's my Look general. at the weather report? Huh? Oh. I don't know. I've never. I've only been once to the uh, homecoming parade. Don't have a whole lot of whole lot of interest. Enjoy the show, man. Yeah, man. It was good stuff. Enjoy the games. Uh, happy gambling. Uh. And uh, we'll... Uh, We'll see uh, see how it goes. Lions Chiefs should be a lot of fun. We'll overreact to everything that happens on Monday. Have a great weekend. Couch in the roof. Football means football, 